You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Welcome to another Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. It's the 1st of December 2023 and you know who's back. Here he is, Rappo from... Where was it you went? Oh, crack off, Deke. I thought I was back there, mate, this morning. Deke's driving home from work, mate. <laughs> Bit of snow, yeah. <laughs> all that snow. Yeah, all that snow, mate. Did you get much down your way? Uh, still, the roofs are still covered, but um, but nice. I think as soon as it fell on the roads, obviously it was it was uh, wet. But uh, but yeah, I must yeah. admit I was a bit surprised, a bit surprised. But uh, yeah, I like a bit of the white stuff, Deeks, don't you? Although I suppose you know I was up in the mountains when I last week, mate, going around, so I did see quite a bit of it. That you know, I love that. Uh, you know, walking around when you're crunching in the snow, mate, I love that. But yeah, not quite the same here, mate, was it? But nice yeah. to see a bit of it, Deeks, wasn't it? Yeah. I'll tell you what, no one plays in the snow anymore, do they? We used to have the occasional yeah. game, didn't we? Yeah, that's it. I was going to ask you that, actually, mate. Do you remember? I, I remember, like, vividly, mate, playing at Lodgefun in the snow, Diggs. <laughs> it, it was, like, ankle deep. They got the old orange ball out and all, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, do you remember that? Do they? Uh, mind you, they do all sorts of coloured balls now, don't they? So it's not so yeah, much orange, but nah. there's sort of yellow and pretty patterns and things like that, isn't it? So uh, yeah, but, yeah, it's changed a bit, mate. In, in our day, mate, it was white or orange, wasn't it? Yeah, that's that was right. it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, there, there was the occasional game. It wasn't very often, was it? Because we didn't have that much snow. Nah. But, um but there were certainly no. days where you you know the the lines had to be sort of uh, um, yeah. cut, cut out so you know in the snow so you could uh, at least the referee had some idea where the penalty area was yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, but now yeah. no such fun these days, is there? No, there ain't. Is that they, all the all the pitches are they're all too nice now. They, mate, don't, they? they don't even play in mud, do they? Really. No, crikey, mate, that ankle deep stuff that we used to play in deeps, they, yeah, it's cooled off straight away these days, mate, isn't it? That's right. <laughs> right. Spoiled, it, spoiled, they are, mate. Spoiled, that's right. Okay, so yeah. I, I'm thinking of, uh, I remember when I was living in Truro and it was a Saturday, sort of, I don't know, one o'clock, you start walking down to the ground and you knew full well it wasn't going to be on because it was too wet yeah. and too muddy. So it was an afternoon of being in the bar, you know, in the clubhouse, um, at the bar. It was great fun. But you don't have yeah. that now, do you? It's called off at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's far too organised these days, Deeks, isn't it? You can't get away <laughs> with it no more, can you, mate? No, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Sorry, love. But yeah, I thought it was called off and you're still getting home at six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Six o'clock, that was early. So, uh, well, it was actually, yeah, I was going to say seven, mate, but yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, now, now, remembering those days when it was knee high mud at Truro, we've got Truro as top of the bill this week on the podcast. Do you know why? Yeah, what, what's been going on there? They won Deeks, didn't they? That was good, that was good news, wasn't it? Well, was yes, they did win, that is good news, but th- there's other yeah. news though, isn't there? Yeah, exciting stuff, Deeks, isn't it? You know, and not before time, I might add, mate. You know, not we've all been waiting for it, Deeks, haven't we? All us sort of, well, especially you, Deeks, you know, all the games you had for City, mate, hundreds of games. I mean, I was lucky enough to, 
I don't know how many I had for City. I think 70-odd games, I suppose, mate. A couple of spells. But, you know, it's me local club. There. You know, I'm, I'm obviously former through and through, Diggs, you know. But, but you know, Troy's obviously me local club as a kid, Diggs. So, you know, you still you always support your local team, Diggs, and want them to do well, don't you? So, yeah. exciting times, Diggs, isn't it, mate? For well, well, we certainly hope so. Um, one man that might be able to help us is the guy who's, well, now in charge as such, uh, Eric Perez. He's here talking to the podcast. Well, we have to welcome a new man to the uh, local football scene uh, as at this week. And uh, we're very fortunate on the uh, Cornish Soccer Rapper and Deeks podcast to get him on. It's the executive chairman of Truro City Football Club. And it's uh, welcome, Eric Perez. Really happy to be here. Flashy title, that executive chairman. What does it mean? Uh, just you know, a chairman, bit more hands-on than your regular chairman. You know, I've got, I've got, I've got to work for the title, really. Is what it is. <laughs> we'll make sure you do. Don't worry about that. But, oh yeah, nice one. <laughs> um, but what is it that's taken over True City Football Club this week? Is it a, a, what's this? I hear it's a Canadian-based uh, consortium. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's a Canadian uh, consortium. Uh, that actually already owns a professional rugby league club in Cornwall. And we love Cornwall so much that we decided we wanted to double down and get into the football business. And Truro City seemed like the the best way to do that. And this week, of course, uh, it, it's all happened. Uh, I imagine you've been pretty busy over the last couple of days, haven't you? Uh, not really. Just relaxing. Nothing much going on. But yeah, no, it's extremely <laughs> busy. Uh and it's, it's all really exciting, but there's a lot of work to do. And, you know, even, I mean, uh, the, the best news of this is not that that we are, you know, now custodians of this club. The, the really great news is that the club will be playing in Truro next season. That is the most exciting bit. Yeah, that's right. I mean, let, let's go back a little bit, though, and and find out how did this all come about? Well, um I had been in touch with uh, Kerno Sport, the the previous owner, and you know, as as you know, you like to keep in touch with others in the professional sports space. And uh, the it was kind of floated that the club might be for sale, and I thought that my group would be interested in it. We're all very interested in football, and uh, it sort of organically went from there. And you've got to be more interested in the round ball than the oval one, haven't you? Surely, please say that. Listen, <laughs> listen, I, I'm a football guy. Okay, I've always been a football guy. That's the sport I grew up playing, grew up watching. That's the sport I'm, I'm very passionate about. We love the rugby league. Um, I, I love football. I, 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 I can't hide it. I, I just, I'm, I'm semi-obsessed with it. That's what we want to hear, Eric. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. And, what position did you used to play? What did you like? What did you prefer? Oh, I was uh, left side attacking, left wing. Right. Oh. Yeah. Pop, popped uh, in the goals. 
Right, a, a, a zippy goal All the scoring glory left. Barely ever track, barely ever track back. Uh, oh, right. To my own half, one of those. He just loved scoring those. goals, taking all the credit for it. Yeah. Or or setting them up. I love setting up goals as well. Right. Well, one thing you've set up is obviously taking over the football club now, and as you've already mentioned, we're. Cu- well, I say we because actually I'm an, I'm a former player of Truro City, so I can say we. Um, we're coming back to Truro, aren't we? We are coming back to Truro, and it's so exciting, and it's what the club needs. Uh, it's it's what the sport needs in Cornwall, and quite frankly, the this club can't be can't be what it could be. The possibility of what it could become, playing in Devon, mm. it has to be in Cornwall, and it has to be in Truro, and and um, we're just so proud and excited to be able to do that. And you know, we want to engage with the community. We want to be part of the scene. We want the best young players in Cornwall playing for us. We want we want the fans turning out because we know the fans will be there if we're in Truro. So it's it's super exciting. Uh, and interesting, you said there about the the Cornish talent because I know that when you took over the the or when you formed the the rugby league side down here, that was one of your sort of wishes, wasn't it? That you you used as much Cornish talent as you as you could. I don't know that you have, but is that something you want to do with the football side of things as well? That is a major priority, a major priority, and obviously, you know, the side can't be completely Cornish. Uh, I don't think there there are many that are, um, but uh, I, we want the best Cornish talent. So if we can, if that means we can have a starting eleven that's completely Cornish, even better. But yeah, that is a priority. The priority is to bring talent through the system. Uh, making it to the first team, getting out on pitch, you know, representing Cornwall, representing Truro. That's what we want to do. Right. And the ground itself up at Langarth, now, obviously it's sort of being worked on, but uh, are you being realistic uh, that we're going to be playing there at the start of next season? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if it'll be right at the start. I'm, 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 98.8% 98.8% sure it'll be right at the start, but if not, it'll be one or two matches in. But definitely, I, I, I'm i going to say it was a 98.8% certainty right from the start. Right. And and with the involvement of the Rugby League Club, um, I'm assuming that at some stage they'll move over to play at Langarth as well? Well, look, I want to make it pretty clear. The Rugby League Club is a separate uh, endeavour. And... Uh, the Rugby League Club is happy at Penryn at the moment. Uh, the number one priority is Truro City at the at, at the site. It's about Truro City. Right. And I did yeah. I did read somewhere back along that actually there was a suggestion that if you took over the football club, you would want to change the name to something like Cornwall Football Club instead of Truro City. Please tell me you're not going to do that. Well, who told you about that? I, I I think that's I read a, it somewhere. A, that's a vicious rumor. <laughs> I, I read it somewhere that that was a suggestion that you. I'm not, I'm not sure. Since I mean, it only came out today that we uh, that we we actually took over the club. So that seems like a strange. You know, you get all kinds of strange rumors online. Let's say that. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So so no 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 truth in that whatsoever. Well, we 
we're going to name the club specifically after you. Um, <laughs> but, Truro, but, Truro, but the, you know, after much deliberation, I think we're going to stick with Truro City. Oh, come on. My yeah. name's much better. <laughs> it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, so ambitions. What... Deacon Rovers. Yes, Deacon Rovers. That's right. There you go. No, yeah. no, ambitions. What? You know, where can you, where do you want to take Truro City Football Club? And, and realistically, how far can you go with them? So first off, you know, staying in this division is imperative. Um, I think we've got the right manager. We've got the right group of guys. And I think we'll be just fine this year where we are. Long term, you know, obviously it would be a dream for Cornwall to have a side in the Football League. So big, big goals, big dream is to get in the football league. Um, in, in the immediate next few years, we'd love to get one league up. Right. Because I was going to ask you, you know, is it, have you got a three-year plan or five-year plan or, or, or what sort of term? Have Everybody you has plans until until uh, until kickoff, and then that plan gets kind of shifted onto what happens on pitch. And you can make all the plans. Well, listen, my my compatriot Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, you know, he had a plan too, uh, to get up into the football league, spent a lot of money to do it, and then took a couple of years to make it happen. So it, it's not about plans; it's about what it's about what actually happens on the pitch. I think um, Paul's Paul's the type of manager that can achieve those goals, and I think you know, having been at training the other day and uh, meeting the guys, just the camaraderie amongst the players, the the family atmosphere amongst them is really encouraging. I think fans should be encouraged. And look, I think to say to say we could make it into the National League within three to five years, I think is realistic. Right. The thing is, it all costs money at the end of the day, doesn't it? And, and financially, you, you've got obviously the ground that you, you've got to complete. Wait a second. It costs money? Told us <laughs> Has that. no one told you Hold that? On. I've, got, I've got to make a couple of phone calls uh, after this. I didn't realise it cost money. You need to get in touch with your bankers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'm glad you can laugh about it anyways. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, but seriously, I mean, it does cost money. We all know that. I mean, the first yeah. thing is you, you've got, one assumes there's going to have to be a, a load of money spent on the ground still. Then you you need you need to pump a bit of money into the football side of it, the, the player side of it. Can you do that? Have you got the resources? Absolutely not. Uh, we've got no money to our name. Uh, uh, we, were, we, were just, we were just hoping that everything would just kind of work out. <laughs> uh, no, listen, it, it's going to take money. It's not as much money as, let's say, trying to make it into the Premier League. But um, I think, I think what, what the key is, is actually putting money in, but also generating revenue. Mm. And you can't really generate revenue when you're playing an hour and 45 minutes to two hours away from where your club is actually supposed to be. So um, I think getting back to Truro next season, being having our fans with us, showing support, and being able to engage the local community and the local business community as well will be a massive, massive uplift for the club. And actually, I would really love to see the fans for the rest of this season, knowing that we'll be, be, we'll be back home next year. I would love to see the fans 
making it out to, to Plymouth Parkway for the rest of the season, cheering the boys on, keeping us in this division because we because they need they need the fans behind them to to get the results that we want so that next year we can come in on a high and really put on a show and win over new fans. It's not all it's not all about the current fans. The current fans, we we love the current fans and they'll be they'll be fans as long as we respect them, but we want to win over future fans. Mm. We, we not everybody needs to to support Man City or Liverpool. If you're a football fan in Cornwall, you should be supporting Truro City, the highest ranked club ever uh, to play out of Cornwall and should be the pride of Cornish football. And we would like to make it that way. Uh, and by the way, when I say that, okay, I wish every club in Cornwall the utmost success because that, because, uh, you know, a high tide raises all boats and i'd like to see every club do well and the the more of a thriving professional football environment we could have in the duchy the better for everybody yeah here here to that it's going to be a, a bit of hard work involved isn't it uh, winning those supporters or getting yeah. those supporters uh, to back you and 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 also getting the supporters back that over the last three or four years have sort of gone off and watched other sides because they didn't want to travel to Plymouth and, and all that sort of thing. What are you going to do to get those people back? How much PR you know, have you already got planned and, and what can we expect? Well, I mean, listen, we're going to do everything we can. I think Truro City has a pretty strong fan base that look, I don't blame fans for not wanting to make a two hour trek uh, for a home match. So essentially this club's been playing away matches for years. Um, it, it, it's a lot, but I think the move back to Truro should, should indicate where we're going, the direction that we're going in. I think the culture and the attitude the, uh, that, that will be instilled, the family, the togetherness, the pride, that, that overall will permeate, we're hoping. And, you know, we want it to be organic. We want the fans to feel the pride and to feel the passion and want to come back to the ground. You can do all the PR you want to do, but if the if the base of it all isn't passion, emotion, pride, and loyalty, and that starts from the club to the fans, you're just not you're it's it's never going to grow. Mm. So we need to be part of the let's say cultural zeitgeist, which I think Truro City is not a lot of people who don't know about Truro City. But I think there's a reminder that needs to be that this is the premier club in Cornwall. We're not we're not from Devon. We're from Cornwall, um, and we're and we're going to show that by a coming back and b doing our best to restore the the pride in the football club. And that's I think and I think that's the basis of every strong community. I mean, I would say that I'm a football guy. Mm-hmm. But I think I think a, a strong football club is is a pride of any community. Well, that's great to hear. And uh, I, I don't know where you actually how, how much time you do spend over here in Cornwall. But are you planning on watching True play on Saturday? Sure am. You going to have sure a scarf? I, I, listen, I'd love to have a scarf. <laughs> you know, I'd love to. And I'll I'll say this: I would love to see some fans come down i know i know it's a trek but i would love to see some fans come down and get behind the boys because they deserve it they are 
they are playing with everything that they have. They're putting their heart and soul into it. They were over the moon uh, on Tuesday when they were told we were going back to uh, Truro. They were over the moon about it. And that the bet's because they love the idea of playing in front of our home fans. So for the rest of the season, it would be great to see fans come out and and sort of support us in our last, let's say, months of exile. Yeah, and it's it is it's quite reassuring to to hear that the players want to play in Cornwall, and the manager Paul Watton has said that you know you can't wait to to get back into playing in Truro. I mean that that's great news for for all of us really because uh, there will be some in the squad that haven't actually played in Truro for Truro. So uh, it's almost like making their debut about three years after they joined the club. And it'll be like a renewed sense of enthusiasm mm. uh, and and for some, uh, a new burst of enthusiasm. And I think that'll be a momentum wave, wave that we can ride as a club, as a cohesive unit to try and, and do our, and, you know, put our best performances out on the pitch. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it can't be, it can't be overestimated how important it is for a football club to play at home. You know, it's not, it's not called home pitch advantage because yeah. there's no advantage to it. Yeah, that's know? that's true. And uh, mm-hmm. you, I, this uh, podcast obviously goes out on a Friday. So between now when we're talking and Friday, you've got a fans forum um, being held. What are you yes. what are you hoping to get out of that? Well, say great question. Okay, the, what we want to uh, usher in an era of is fans to be heard and and I don't know what happened previous it, it could have been like that previous I'm not making any comment on any of the previous ownership groups and their fan engagement it, for me I don't look behind I look forward you know we can't answer for anything that happened in the past all we can do is try and do our best going forward but we will be at this forum and over the next month we, we will try and engage fans as much as possible to see what they want to see the club doing, the way that they, the, the direction they want to see the club going, what the club means to them, what emphasis areas they want to see emphasis on. Uh, because, you know, we're just custodians of a, I don't know, 130 plus mm. year old legacy, really, uh, that we would like to bring glory to to kind of elevate all the all the past that's happened, all the past players like yourself, uh, try to uplift the, the legacy by doing our best going forward. And but that that involves the fans. Without fans, football clubs are nothing. Hmm. You know, they really are. That's the beauty of the sport. This is it's. Is it the greatest sport ever invented? I mean, oh, I'm without a doubt. Well, so, you know what I mean? It, it's a sport anybody can pick up a ball and play. You can play it anywhere. It doesn't cost much to play. Um, you can play, you can have a kickabout with your friends, and it can be just as exhilarating as scoring a cup final uh, goal in Wembley. You know, for a kid out there playing with their with their friends, I, I remember it, um, and I think I think that's the spirit of the sport. But at this level, professional level. Um, if you, if you don't have fans, it's you know it's a waste of time. Yeah. So we we need to we 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 want the fans to know 
they are number one to us, number one. So the door is always open for them to to put you right as to what they want. What, whether you can give it or not is another matter, but it's important you know what they want, isn't it? Not only is it important, it's imperative. And um, again, putting right, is it's more like, uh, let's go on the journey together. That's that's the way I'd like to look at it. You know, we wanted to go on the journey with the fans. We, we should be. We're all part of it. There, there are elements to a football club. You know, there's ownership. There, uh, there are people who work day to day. There's volunteers. There's there's people who you know, the kit people. There are the players, or staff, coaches. But but just as integral and honestly, probably the most important again are the fans. Without fans, football clubs can't can't function. So their word is as important as as ours right. and what happens in the future. We're we're all part of a legacy here. Yeah. So you played for the club. You know, it should be you should know that the club you played for is a collective. It's not just it's not just it's listen, it's not Walmart. You know, what <laughs> Walmart or Asda or any of these companies, they're they're on their own tip. They do their thing, and they try and cater to the public, but they don't consult the public as much in what they do. We're all in this together, the Truro City. Truro, Truro deserves, and Cornwall deserves, this team to get as high up as it can, to play the most attractive football that it can, and to win games. And if we, can, if we do that as a collective, it'll just feel so much better than you know, an autocratic dictatorship, as I see a lot of clubs are. Mm. And those are the clubs that are losing their spirit. You know, I actually, can I, I say, like everybody, I grew up watching Premier League and first old first division football um, as, the, as the pinnacle. And you focus on those clubs. But, you know, as I've matured uh, and my, I've become a more of a, I would say, a connoisseur, there is nothing like non-league football. Non-league football is where the spirit of football lives. So to, to be able to bring National League football to Truro next year, uh, you know, some obviously it's been there before, but we're hoping we can do it in a way that engages the youth because the youth are everything. It's about it's about getting kids into it and. One of the things we're going to do is we're going to try and make this club cool because, you know, if it's not cool, kids won't want to follow it full stop. So that's that's kind of a goal. I'm a marketing kind of, you know, a culture guy. I consider myself a culture creator and I'd love to create a cool culture amongst young people in Cornwall to say, you know what, let's go down Saturday to the Truro City. That's a fun thing to do. It's a party. It's a good time. We love the club. Let's go support it. I want to see kids around Cornwall wearing Truro shirts. And hey, if I see kids around Cornwall wearing Falmouth or Mausel shirts, that's amazing too because we're all in this together because Cornwall is Cornwall. It's basically my attitude is Cornwall versus everybody. <laughs> that's that's my attitude. So I, I just want everyone to do well. But, and it, it starts with being cool. I like that, being cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks very much, Eric, for uh, Thank you. sparing a few minutes to speak to us. Um, uh, 
I like the idea of everyone being cool, but we do get a little bit excited and we want that excitement coming back with Truro City playing in Truro. Are you prepared to sort of put your hand in your pocket? If, if Paul Watson says to you, look, I need a centre-half or I need a new striker to make sure or to keep us in the National League South, is there, you know, 100% backing for that, for him to get 100%, his players? 100%. 100%. You've said 100%. it on the podcast. You, you're going to have to stick with it. How dare you? Of course <laughs> <you> <laughs> Right. Well, great stuff. Thanks very much, Eric. Um, Thank I, you. We all wish you, obviously, we wish you the best of luck in this new venture. And uh, Thank you. we will be there watching how it goes. Oh, listen, I, we, I, we can't wait to see how it goes because I have a good feeling about it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks very much. Yeah, big thanks to Eric there. I know, uh, as he mentioned, he's been busy over the last couple of days, obviously. And, uh, well, this coming out on a Friday, there is a fans forum that would have been held by now Thursday evening. So if there is any more... Uh, well, there is, actually. There is a third announcement... Um, being made at at the fans forum so whatever that is I'm hoping that obviously I can get it out on a, as a separate little podcast or something like that so so lots of news Rappo coming out about True City um, and as you said on the pitch good news as well isn't it um, we've got we have got three points let's hear from yeah. Cam shall we yes mate <laughs> you sure <laughs> yeah, good old Cam, mate. Good old Cam. <laughs> right, let's catch up with Cam Weldon at uh, National League South True City. And Cam, uh, you've got your first win in ages, haven't you? Oh yeah, nine games, in fact, Dave, in all competitions. Well, so I didn't, a... I didn't like to say that, but I knew it was well, quite a few. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know me, it's a bit of a statistician, but. Um, yeah, a much needed win. I think that was safe to say that, and it's a win that's uh, we, it's been coming. I think performance-wise, the performances have been better in in recent weeks, and uh, Saturday really showed that. And that is a that's a big result, Dave. Um, we're not going to go and say it's like a turning point or anything, but that is to to go to Chelmsford and walk away with three points. Not many teams are going to do that this season. Um, uh, and for us to do that, we we're we, we're we're really happy. Um, as I said, it's a, a very very difficult place. Um, there, it's it's a weird place with the, what with the running track round it, and um, there's not much of an atmosphere there. Even though they can get decent crowds, it's um, it's a it's a unique environment to, for the players to have to play football in. And um, I think we went there with a game plan, and it it worked. Uh, first half, I thought. We had probably the better of the game, really. Uh, they didn't really test Hammy. They had a couple of shots, and um, we got our goal. Oh, sorry, we um, had a had a couple of chances at, at their end and had a couple of shots on goal. Rocky Neal uh, came close with a chance at the, the far post, but uh, keeper made a good save. But into the second half, and um, we had to weather the storm a little bit, as as expected. Uh, be it being the, the away team, you've the home. You always expect the home team to be on top. You'd, that's, that's not always the case, but you would expect that. And um, Chelmsford threatened, but uh, we we got our goal. Uh, 
which was a long time coming. We'd not scored in, I think it was four games or something. So it was quite quite a while um, since we'd actually scored a goal. So uh, it was a Ryan Brett corner, fizzed in, and Sam Sanders got. I, I'm not even. He, he went for it with his head. I'm not. I don't know if it came off his face or uh, <laughs> back of his head or whatever. But I don't think anyone really cared. It was one just got went in. So um, his first goal for the club. Uh, he's on loan from York. So it was a, a really good. Uh, good to get that goal and uh, unfortunately that lead only lasted four minutes and um, another good header this time for, for Chelmsford up the other end and it was a picked out of the back post and he headed it back across goal and went over the top of Hammy and in so it was a really well taken header but uh, we didn't let our heads drop Dave which was a positive and we were had regained the lead again within two minutes so and it was a Harvey Green's lead Tom Harrison the new boy sent it down the wing for him and Harvey just used his pace, uh, got away from the defender, shrugged him off and then just blasted it at the near near post. I think their keeper will be disappointed to uh, concede at his near post and concede how it is, but we take it all day long. Harv, Harv got his goal and uh, we were 2-1 up and we had to uh, we had to defend, we had to really dig deep to, to get the three points, but we did and um, to, to walk away with victory from Chelmsford is a real, real positive for us and hopefully something to build on. Yeah, no doubt. It was quite a nervous last few minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, there was seven added minutes, Dave. So you can. It was. Um, I'm not really sure where that came from, but Chelmsford were reduced to ten men uh, with about I think it was five minutes left of the game. Um, their captain got shown a second yellow card. So, but that didn't really change the nervousness. Almost, it was still they were pinging balls into the box, but. I think we defended superbly. Tom Harrison, Sam Sanders and, and Ed Palmer as a defensive duo worked, a trio, sorry, worked really, really well. Um, and I think they've sort of performed well all game, really. That, um, and uh, I think that showed Ed Palmer made the, the National League Team of the Week as well. So uh, congratulations to him. But I think I think over, we were just really happy with the 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 level of the performance from everyone across the whole pitch, Dave. It was a real a real team performance, and we we walked away with a much needed three points. Yeah, so well done for that. Um, where where was Tyler Harvey? Uh, so Kai has got a, a slight hamstring issue, so um, nothing. I, I don't think it's too serious, but um, yeah, he was unavailable for injury. So right, and t- talking about the ground, it's a bit of a weird place, isn't it? Because as we mentioned last week, you got this running track around the pitch, but the crowd uh, are allowed to go behind the goals, aren't they? Yeah, it's it is really weird, Dave. It's um, <laughs> as you say, there's there's the running tr- there's the running track, and then but the fans can cross the track to get to behind the goals, yeah. as you say, which is weird. But you can't be. Um, where like along the side of the pitch you can't stand it's you've got to stand basically well there's a running track between you and then there's even a bit there's a bit of a gap between the running track and the pitch as you'd (laughs) expect so um you are quite away away from the action but um obviously that's that's what they've always had there and um but i i did did go up in the stand actually so the big the big stand they had there to see what the the vantage, the vantage point was um, was like from there, and in fairness, it was actually all right, Dave. Yeah. To be honest, but, well, that's um, right. I mean, we 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 said last week that I I thought it was your first game in the national. Well, it was conference, wasn't it? Back in uh, in my day, was, yeah. but 
I was commentating, Cam, on the first game for Truro City in the Conference South. So, did you, yeah. Did, did you have your binoculars, Dave? That's the real question. <laughs> I had better eyesight. That is so long ago now that I could actually I could see something. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. But. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so anyway, it's uh, a win, a welcome win. You haven't really gone up any places in the, in the league table, but at least it's, you know, it's it was important to get that win, wasn't it? So uh, um, you can go into Saturday's game full of uh, full of confidence, can't you? And who is it against? Yeah, we can we can definitely go full of confidence, Dave. And it's um, St Albans City, who is a team we've, again, similar to Chelmsford, really. We've played them uh, a number of times over the years uh, in National South. They're, they're a well-established team. They've been at that level for, I think, since 2013. So they've been at the, they've been at the level for a very long time now. And um, they're a, they'll be a tough outfit, as, as I say, every week. Every, <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a difficult league, Dave. And as, um, these these teams, like St Albans, got into the playoff final and they lost, obviously, um, they had that big 4-0 defeat to, to Oxford City, but um, they managed to, to get all the way through the two playoff games and obviously fell just short in the final. But to get that far, obviously, they're a good side, good manager, and um, I think they'll be probably disappointed with how this season has gone for them so far. They're 16th uh, in the table, but um, they don't tend to draw many. I think I think they've, they they win quite a few, and then they've lost quite a few as well, but I think it's just the one draw. Mm-hmm. Um but they played two extra games from us, and they're only they're six points above us. But they've they've played they played two games more. So um, and they're sitting they're sitting in sixteenth, so sixteenth, seventeenth, wherever it is in the table. So I think when people are going on about league, the league table and where it is, Dave, I, as I said, we've still got as many as four games in hand on teams around us. So um, it's I think I think we're as long as we start where we can build on that result last week I think we'll be up we'll, we'll be fine really and um and we'll hopefully we can do that but uh we know we're in for a tough game I remember I was doing, when I was doing some research in this game actually Lewis Rooney um is a name that came to mind was uh, speaking of first games um obviously you, you you said with the Chelmsford game was the first game Truro played in the National South or the Conference South um St Albans was the game where when Truro returned to Truro from Plainmore, if you remember, it was a midweek game in January, um, and it was the uh, Truro beat St Albans two one. Uh, Lewis Rooney of a ninety third minute winner or whatever it was. So uh, there's there's one for your stat right. book, Dave. So <laughs> right, okay. So St Albans Saturday, and then you've got an almighty trip on Tuesday. I mean, you you're off up to Maidstone United now. Uh, they're in a playoff place as we speak, so um, and with a pretty good home record. So it's a long way to go, isn't it, to to have a tough game? Yeah, it is really, Dave. It's a midweek. A, a mass, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a, a mammoth journey um, on a Tuesday night, and uh, it's, it's far from ideal. But that's the that's what happens when when teams. I was going to say postponed. It's it's got nothing to do with the weather or anything. It was postponed due to their their progress in the cup so um it's it's not ideal but no doubt the players will be will be ready for it and we can go up there and give it hopefully give a good account of ourselves and um it's it, that will be a difficult fix there's no doubt about that and it's going to be a, a a long old long old trip up there but um as i said hopefully we can uh, we can play our game and we can hope see if we can get a result up there it's not going to be easy um they're in they're in great form at the minute 
picked up some some really good results as well. So um, it's well, basically we can just hopefully go there. And uh, I can't remember the last time we played Maidstone. It might have even been that um, the uh, the playoffs. If do you remember that, Dave? Back in was that twenty? When was that? Twenty fifteen. So I, who knows? But <laughs> it's uh, been a while. Been a while. But um, if we hopefully we can go up there and yeah see what we can do and hopefully get a good result yeah now what time roughly will you be leaving and what time roughly will you be getting back uh I, well i don't i don't well the timings haven't as with the day we're speaking the timings haven't actually been released yet but i i i think it's about a five hour journey when you put it into your phone so obviously it's slightly it'll be even slower on a coach mm. um so, and that's obviously not including traffic and uh, and anything else, roadworks or whatever else could, that could potentially happen. So, it's it's a very long journey, Dave. As well, I'm going to say, and if, <laughs> if I'm home by if I'm home by four in the morning, I guess I'm I'm probably quite happy. You'll be doing well if um, you're home by four. Yeah, right. exactly. So it's uh, yeah, going to be a, a long long old night, I'd imagine. But it's it's one of those those nights are always better if you if you uh if you're on your way home with three points so hopefully we can do that yeah well let's hope it is three points that'll be a great uh, great result to get three points sat- let's be greedy it's three points Saturday against St Albans three points Tuesday against Maidstone how about that very good Dave and then that, where, would, where would that put us result, even results went our way we'd be back into mid table uh, we, we, nice, we so. shouldn't look at league tables no that's what I say to you every week exactly exactly there we go right there we go Cam thanks very much and well enjoy uh, enjoy your next uh, couple games real cheers Dave thank you yeah it's great to see Troy get that win sort of eventually Deeks on it sort of a bit overdue you know for for us waiting for three points, mate. But especially up there as well, Dick, you know, tough place to go, isn't it, Chelmsford, mate? Like, you know, I think you mentioned to Cam last week, mate, you know, got that running track around it, a bit a bit sort of sort of atmosphereless, isn't it? Is that a word, mate? Atmosphereless? No, I don't think it is. Word, no, it's nah. not. No, no. Nah, nah. So it's not very atmospheric, then, oh, Dick. That's better. Something. That's yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, that's what I should have said, really, mate. <laughs> but but um, but yeah no good win up there Diggs you know like and good winner mate wasn't it good goal you know good good yeah. like good run and yeah was the goalie goal, slightly so. at fault for that or was he caught yeah, out yeah I, yeah I, I think you're right Diggs I, I thought that as well I think when you see a keeper get beaten on his near post Diggs well a bit like Man United last night Diggs done it that <laughs> Rob will not talk about that mate and and that and mate it looked like more like a banana in there mate didn't it. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping it, mate. You would have done better if we put an inflatable banana in there, mate, with a pair of gloves. But um, nah, mate. Yeah, I, I, I think you know when a keeper gets beaten, it is near post. It just looks a bit bad, Diggs, doesn't it? Mm. I think you know positioning wise. But but good run and strike, Diggs, wasn't it? You know from from his point of view, mate. And oh, yeah. you know, nice. To see, yeah, nice to see the new lads doing well. That's been brought in, and yeah, you know, and and like you know another. Like Cam always says, mate, and it's true, you know, another tough sort of trip, isn't it, next, next Tuesday as well, you know, after a, a, an odd game on Saturday, you know. I mean, commitment's unbelievable, Dix, isn't it, getting home three, four o'clock, 
you know, in the more, you know, like going up there on a midweek. But at least it's a lovely setup, Deeks, isn't it? You know, big club, aren't they, really? Mm. Uh, Maidstone, Deeks, isn't it? So, yeah. It's, but, um, it's crazy, no, though, sorry. isn't it? That, that sort of distance yeah. traveling midweek. I mean, it's yeah. non league. Well, it's not, think... it's not really non league football, is it, at this level? Step two. No, yeah, that, that's that's it. It's like you say, is a lot. There's a lot of full-time mm. pro teams, isn't there, mate? But I do think, mate, looking at the fixtures sometimes, mate, I I do think you know they they could be a little bit kinder on clubs, mate. Don't you really? Mm. I know I know City are are a bit in the extreme, if you know geographically wise to the rest of them, mate. But but to to you know make them get home at like half past three, four o'clock in the morning, Deeks. You know after a midweek league game is. You know, for the lads that have got to sort of go and sort of, you know, go work, mate. You know, you've got to go and do a full day's work after a couple hours kit, mate, haven't you? It's not, not ideal, is it? No. Not ideal. But I suppose, you know, you know, if you're good enough to play at that level, you, you know the pitfalls of it, Deeks, don't you? And, and you know, it's, it's, it's good money, isn't it, for playing football? So you sort of accept that, I suppose, Deeks, don't you? Part yeah, parcel, yeah that's true. So it's a, a massive trip then midweek, uh, Maidstone um, and, and, well, mm-hmm. St Albans on Saturday. So we wish them the, the good luck on that uh, front. Um, yeah. So, yeah. and, and, True City, well, it's, you know, the, this uh, takeover or whatever you want to call it or purchased by uh, the Cornwall Rugby League Football Club, it, it might just spark everyone's enthusiasm, mightn't it? And, and you know, get people yeah. involved. And I know, as we heard from uh, Eric, you know, he, he wants to get the, the, the previous supporters involved, new supporters involved. So, uh, big, um, good good ideas you know plans that um, they want to put in place so get the, yeah, get the interest by winning and that's makes it a bit easier doesn't it yeah exactly mate exactly you know make sure you know sit here in that league next season and you know it'd be lovely Deeks, wouldn't it? you know good luck to eric and everyone involved with a new project and that Deeks. and you know wouldn't it be great mate to see this new ground and see like sort of four figure crowds mate back at because tree road used to be you know that the atmosphere used to be sort of cracking didn't it mate second half there mate didn't it mm-hmm. you know when you know when in the old days Dicks, when you used to get sort of six seven hundred there it was really good wouldn't it mate so to have a new ground and you know if you could get a thousand in there on a saturday mate it'd be it could be a bit of a fortress for city that Dicks, can yeah, it really that's true and and, and especially it, it may be the case where those extra what is it 50 miles whatever it is from here to, to Plymouth you know might actually help uh, Truro as the home side mightn't it so uh... exactly Dix, exactly yeah it's, it's, it's a long way to come mate isn't it not many teams are going to fancy that trip mate are they and especially with the A30 at the moment mate <laughs> oh, don't go on about it it'll be done by then <laughs> <Nah>. Rappo <laughs> yeah that's true mate I hope, I hope it is mate I hope it is <laughs> from the National League South through to the St. Piran League this is the place to be. Right. Well, a little bit further down the A30. In fact, it's not even the A30, is it? Down at Mouse. I don't know what it is down there. But um, the yeah. next the next step in our going through the leagues is step four in Mouse. But um, no Pablo this week, uh, as he, he didn't go with the squad on Saturday. He wasn't very well. So probably, though, thinking about it, it's just a... Probably a, a good thing as uh, Mosel lost again despite Hayden Turner putting uh, the Seagulls in front. They yeah. went down to a 2-1 defeat. Having said that, 
I don't know whether you've listened to Jake Ash, uh, the manager, afterwards. Uh, he didn't sound too dispirited, though. So, um, who knows? Saturday, they're home to... Um, who are they home to on Saturday? Larkor Athletic, isn't it? So, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. looking at the league table, you would hope that um, they can get back to winning ways. And then Tuesday, they've got another game at home. Uh, Biddeford, 7.45 kickoff. So, so uh, that'll be good, yeah. won't it? It will, Deeks. You know, yeah, I think if Mosul could sort of bounce back with, with six points from those two games, mate, I think everything in the garden will be rosy again, mate, wouldn't it? But but like you said, Deeks, you know, Ashley didn't sound too, you know, great goal from Aidan, by the way, as yeah. well, Deeks, wouldn't it? I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, he was sort of got the ball, didn't he? He was sort of going away from goal at to sort of like, you know, make create his own chance, really, Dicks, didn't it? Wriggle, wriggle away from a couple of defenders and looked like he was closed down and he got a great shot off, mate, didn't he, into the corner. So, you know, well done, Aiden. Great goal. But oh, he's disappointing, mate, isn't it? When you're winning and, you know, the other team comes back and, you know, nicks it as a long trip home then, Deeks, isn't it? But I don't think Mosel are doing too much wrong though, mate, are they? Is you know, I think we've mentioned it week in, week out, really. You know, probably a bit of a false start, mate, really, at that level, wasn't it? You know, they got, they got off to such a good start. And, you know, I think you're going to get your your blips, aren't you, at that level. You know, step four football during the season, Deeks. Is, it's not easy, is it, mate? It's not an easy league. So, mm. I think, you know, a couple of wins for Mosel, mate. It will be back on track, mate, won't it? Yeah. And, of course, we haven't spoken since uh, JBE has uh, gone to Parkway. What do, you, what do you make of that? Yeah, I was a bit surprised, mate. I knew I was sort of half expecting it a bit earlier in the season, mate, because obviously, you know, Dom, you know, I'm a mate of Dom's, mate, you know, old teammate of mine and mate JB's dad, you know, Dom Evans, mate, old, you know, old teammate of mine and all digs. So I have followed JB's sort of career, mate, you know, especially when he went Farmouth as well, mate. And then, and then Jack, he nicked me celebration, mate, with the F troop, didn't he, behind the goal. <laughs> <laughs> he took that on that that was lovely to see mate you know the i5 celebration but yeah i followed jack's career Diggs, and i and i do i do think it's a as a movie probably deserves mate because he he really he's really professional i mean you know obviously my oldest lad ben like works with jack mate and everything and he, he said he's so professional the way he eats and trains and you know he, he's sort of you know he, he's virtually professional in his day-to-day life mate you know towards his football so I think he deserves to play at the highest level that he can, Deeks. And I don't think you can fault a player, Deeks, can you, for going up a no, level and, yeah. and giving it a go, mate? You know, I, I think, you know, I know we feel the same about it, mate. You know, I'd encourage it more, Deeks, wouldn't you? I mean, if you don't give it a go, Deeks, you never know. We and, and I'm Jack scored goals, you know, since he was a kid at Nuki, mate. You know, I followed him there when he played midfield. He's always had an eye for goal and turned into a really good striker, Deeks. His movement and his runs that he makes and you know, like, obviously I watch strikers closely and, yeah, he's class, mate. And I, I think he'll do it. I think it's just what, I've only seen Portway once this season, Diggs, but I think they were crying out for a player of Jack's sort of ilk, I think, Diggs. So hopefully it'll be a good match, mate. mate. A match made in Belitho, hopefully, Diggs. <laughs> Right. Okay, so uh, no, as I said, we haven't got Pablo this week, but um, no, Rappo, we had a we had a supporter on last week, um, 
obviously a supporter of yeah. Bude, one of your favourite clubs. Um, so <laughs> he, he gave us his thoughts about Bude and football in general. We've got another we've got another guest supporter on this week. Uh, uh, it's Kevin. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, thanks for getting in touch with us. Here he is. Hi, Dave and Rappo. It's Kevin from Dorset. And whenever I'm down in Cornwall, I try and watch as much football as I can. And over the years, I've been to many grounds in the county. I think 12 of the present 17 of the South West Peninsula I've been to, plus St Blasey, Falmouth, Helston, and Truro when they're at Tree Road. I've certainly followed Truro's rise up through the leagues over the years. Um, was at the FA Vaz triumph in 2007 at the New Wembley. What a great day and great game that was for sure. My favourite ground in Cornwall certainly is Bickland Park, which is quite an iconic ground to be fair. Um, and whenever a Cornish side is up and around my area in Dorset, I try and go and see them. The magical Falmouth Vaz games against Christchurch up at Christchurch. Uh, Helston's first ever Western game at uh, Bridport. It's just a name, just a couple. And I'm really fascinated by Mayo's at the moment as they are in the same league as my team, Wimborne Town. Jake Ash was always my favourite player at Truro and his style of football is the way football should be played in my view. And Mayo's will certainly play that way. It's really refreshing to see them a couple of weeks ago up at Wimborne playing their brand of football which also allowed Wimborne to play uh, their football as well and it made a very entertaining game um, which Wimborne luckily won they've started the season really in great form and especially at Westbury which I watched with you Dave I think and at this higher level many teams uh, try to make it as difficult for teams like Mosul um, their style of play uh, means that a lot of teams will sit back um, and try and make it difficult for them. I think they probably need us to learn maybe to sometimes dig in and grind it result, and I'm sure their poor form of late will certainly change soon. Finally, I enjoy every week listening to your podcast. You and Rappo certainly make it fun. And certainly keeps me in touch with the all levels of Cornish football, especially the ladies, which is good to hear as well. Keep up the good work. And thanks, Rappo, for sending me up your book. What a great read that was. Look forward to seeing you both again. Thanks again, Kevin. Your Cornish Yeah, thanks to Kevin there. His thoughts on all things Cornish football. And why did he have to mention your book, Rappo, at the very end? I thought we'd got away. Well, I thought I'd got away with it. <laughs> no, very nice to Kevin, mate. And Scott as well, mate. You know, Scott, the week before, teach Kevin and Scott, mate, both, uh, you know, they both kindly had a book off me, mate, and, you know, sort of donated and that, bless them. And yeah, yeah, no, it's really nice, mate, isn't it, to hear from from people like that, Dicks, you know, get a bit of feedback and everything. And, you know, nice to Scott and Kevin, you know, even though they're up the line a bit, mate, you know, listen to the show and everything, mate, is is what is, makes it all worthwhile, Dicks, doesn't it, to get a couple of nice blokes on, mate, you know, and, and giving you a bit of feedback, mate, and it? it's nice to hear. Yeah. yeah, mate. Good or bad, Dick, isn't it? Good or bad. Well, exactly. Um, yeah, we always appreciate feedback. We always like to hear what people think about football in Cornwall. I mean, you and I are pretty nutty about it, but uh, yeah. is it just us that yeah. likes it? It's good to hear that there are other people out there that think the same as us. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Dick. That's right, mate. It's uh, yeah, really nice to hear from the guys, mate. So, yeah, thanks to thanks to Scott. Well, the jam tort, mate. Scott goes on the forum as well, mate, doesn't mm. he? So, uh, and yeah, Scott and Kevin, mate. Thanks very much, gents. Nice, uh, nice to hear from you both. 
You know, like you say, Deeks, you know, the more people, the merrier, Deeks, isn't it? Delighted to hear from, uh, hopefully, you know, it'll kickstart a little theme, mate, amongst uh, a few people, mate. Yeah. Doesn't hurt, Deeks, does it, just to get in touch, does it, mate? No, doesn't. (laughs) Right. And Jam Talk, presumably that's because he's a Hearts supporter, is it? Yeah, yeah, Scott's a big arts fan, mate. Yeah, yeah, great cracking ground as well, mate. I did have a sort of mini conversation with him when he got one of my books on on Twitter, mate. We sent a few messages back and forth and lovely guy, mate. And yeah, big arts fan whenever he goes back up there, mate, goes to goes to Tynecastle, mate. One of well, one of the most iconic grounds in Scotland, really, Deeks is lovely ground it is, mate. I've been lucky enough to have been there a couple of times myself, mate, and fantastic atmosphere there, mate. I think it's about well they just had new stands sort of last couple of years i think it's about 20 odd thousand mate 18 20 thousand but you know sounds like 30 thousand in there mate the the pitch is like re- really tight to the stands deeks you know the it's almost like the crowd are on top of the players mate it's a mm-hmm. fantastic place to watch a football match mate so yeah i know scott gets back there quite a bit when he can deeks mm-hmm. yeah Okay. Make sure you don't miss an episode of the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Just search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football and you've got it. Right. Western League. What can you tell us about Western League from last week? What was the best result from our Cornish team last week? Here's the first question for you. Um, Yeah, I'm a little bit biased there, Deeks, aren't I? But I think it's got to be town, mate, isn't it? Got to be town's 3-1 win over... Previously unbeaten Barnstable Deeks at Bickland after going a goal down early as well, Deeks. I, I did say to Nigel, mate, my old mate, Nigel Wilkes, Deeks, at uh, past 12, you know, Nigel keeps me in the loop every every goal that goes in for town, mate. Nigel gives me a text, bless him, mate. And so I know what's going on with town every game. And I did say to Nigel about half past 12, Deeks, I said, I fancy a 3 1 win and, and a debut goal from Ruben, mate. And and yeah, and it, it come off, mate. I think Tommy sent me a text, mate. He said, he goes, what's the lottery numbers for tonight, mate? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it's nice to get one right for a change, Deeks, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was, uh, yeah, Farmer 3-1 against Barnstable. And, uh, well, the, the yeah. two other goal scorers, nice to see those two as well, wasn't it? Levers and Grange, we don't see too many goals yeah. fr- from them. So, uh, um, nah. yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, bit of a shame that they're playing Barnstable again this week, but we'll hear about yeah. that in the minute. But uh, the other results, Helston back on top of the table after Bridgewater temporarily taken over mm-hmm. after their Friday night win. Uh, yeah, Helston 5-0 against St. Blasey. Not surprised they won, but I thought St. Blasey might have uh, kept it a bit tighter than that. Yeah, yeah, agree exactly, Deeks. Yeah, I think I went for like a 3-1 or something, Deeks. Yeah, I thought Helston would win, but... Blazy have sort of picked up a little bit, haven't they, in, in recent weeks, Diggs? So that was a pretty, you know, pretty big gap. I think it shows the gap, Diggs, done it between the teams that are, you know, like Alston that are going for the league and, you know, maybe the Blazies that are just sort of new to it, Diggs, really, done it, I think. Yeah. Shows you the the gap there a little bit. But yeah, pretty emphatic, Diggs, that one, wasn't it? Big statement, mate, wasn't it? Statement, that was, wasn't it? I yeah, think. and and also handy as well without a game this Saturday, so uh, they can sort of yeah. uh, relax a bit. Uh, Sodash United, well, they just can't score goals, mm. can they? No, it's a bit weird, Dix, isn't it? Like, I, you know, I know Mac has been on, you know, like he's, he, you know, he said there's, there's not too much wrong. I, th- I think there's like, 
you know, I, th- I think so. I should get him back. I think they're in a false position, Deeks, the Ashes, mate. I, I, I still think they're going to come pretty good, mate. Yeah, I think it's a bit like Tour Point last season, Deeks. Uh, it reminds me of that, really, mate. You know, Tour Point took a while, mate, didn't they? Sort of up till Christmas and, and they kicked on a bit, didn't they, in the new year last season? So mm. I think that might be the same with the Ashes, Deeks. A, a bit of a slow start, mate, this season. You know, obviously a new job for, for Macca, mate, you know, taking over after all his brilliant work at Millbrook and that, Deeks. It's, you know, a lot of new players, new club, I don't know, mate. Bit, been a bit unlucky in games, I think, as well. So, yeah, I, I think I think they'll they'll shoot up the table after Christmas, Deeks. I think so, Ash, mate. Mm. You mentioned Tor Point. Now, I was hoping they would get a win because uh, they'd done well in the last yeah. previous two league games, uh, but they ended up two all at Wellington, which must be a disappointment. Same score is funny enough as the the previous game, which was that win against Bridgewater which sparked almighty yeah. goings-on at Bridgewater. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what that was, wasn't it? Yeah. A bit, yeah. Well, you don't see a statement from a chairman like that very often, <laughs> mate, do you? <laughs> no. it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what Bridgewater do from now on, won't it, really? Yeah, I don't think he's made too many friends with it, Deeks, has he? I don't think too many people will want be wanting him to do too well, I don't think, <laughs> no. after that. No, that's right. <laughs> anyway, so tour point. Uh, scorers Gary Hurd and Ryan Smith, they did it again this week, but it wasn't uh, good enough to, to win at Wellington. And then, well, Millbrook, they went up to Shep de Mallet, 6-0 defeat. Um, yeah. And, well, we, we keep... Waiting to see whether Millbrook can get a point, don't we? Really, I mean, it'd be nice just to yeah. to get something out of this season. Who are they playing this Saturday? They uh, they're away, away at Ilfracombe. That's right. Who are yeah. sort of mid table ish? Um, yeah, mm. ain't going to be no easier, is it, mate? Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Uh, you know, they're getting lots of credit for still going, aren't they? That's, yeah. that's the thing. We've got to, you know, we got to praise them for that. But it'd be nice to get a point at least, wouldn't it? So, um... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think you've got to, you know, on a positive note, Deeks, you've got to say well done to them, haven't you, mate? I, I mean, I, you know, personally, Deeks, I've got full admiration for a mate because I, I know I can do it, mate. I can go and sort of get pumped every Saturday, mate. I would, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'd have the stomach for that, Dick. So, well, you know, well done to the players for, for sticking to it, mate. And like you say, hopefully that, that draw or win will come soon, mate, will it? Hopefully. Mm, that's right. So, Milbrook up yeah. at Milfrecombe, uh, elsewhere for our corner side, St. Blasey playing Nailsey and Tickenham. Now, they, uh, they're a point behind Nailsey at the moment. Uh, so, uh, St. Blasey will be hoping to get something out of that game. Tour point, yeah. They're, they're home to Shepton Mallet, so um, uh, that's more than winnable, isn't it? But tour point, uh, well, yeah. we're not quite sure what they're going to do week by week, are we? So uh, no, 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 you're right. It's funny. I, I think, like you said about the Wellington game, that is a, like a funny old place to go, mate, isn't it? That you know, I think Darren said on the show, didn't he, last week? Darren, it's uh, you know, tour point cap. Good show, by the way. Thanks last week, mate. Yeah, Sorry to... I've had so many people yeah. say it was a far better show. <laughs> I don't know why, but there we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, loads of people. Have, uh, yeah, 
called in <laughs> said don't bring him back don't bring him back no that's no, good show I enjoyed listening to that mate on the way home from work mate this week all this week but but yeah good enjoyed it mate but but I think Darren said didn't he is a funny old place to go Deeks isn't it Wellington bit mm. you know the pitch and everything is not it's not the best sort of place to go in the Western League is it but but funny old game but but yeah like you say Deeks this week I, I'm pretty hopeful Blazian to a point can get a couple I, I noticed Nailsey Deeks they've not scored for the last two games Ooh. and they've conceded 14 in the last four That's so right yeah good chance for Blazy there Deeks don't you and and I fancy to a point as well so good luck to both of them Saturday Deeks really yeah now yeah. um that's the Western League Premier Division now there's a you know a far more uh attractive fixture going on up in North Devon Barnstable Town versus yeah. Falmouth Town, not in the league, but in the FA Vars, isn't it? So, uh, now yeah. we, we've got the the FA, the, not the FA. We've got the Falmouth Town skipper on the podcast now. Um, I want you to try and guess where he is when he's talking to me, Rapper. All right? Yeah. Okay, mate. Here he is, James Ward. Now then, FA Vars, James Ward. Is it still a special competition or not? Oh yeah, of course. It's, it's in the um, the FA competition we're still in at the moment, so we've got to um, <laughs> play play for as much as we can. I think we we're doing okay for in terms of cup runs at the minute. Um, still see, still in the senior cup. Obviously, unfortunately, we, we bowed out of the the league cup, but yeah, we we haven't got through to the fourth round since apparently since the since the nineties. Apparently, we said that in training. So it's um, it's a big competition for us. It, always, every single year, we always try to make. You know, good, good crack of it, and um, and really, I think the draw, um, in my opinion, I think would be nice for a nice you know, away day against an unknown team. But unfortunately, when you, you go against the draws, you can't do much about it. So it's um, it's a big competition for us, Dave, for every single year, mate. Right, uh, I can tell you, last time you were in the fourth round was season two thousand two thousand and one. So uh, okay, wow, yeah, so a little bit of a while ago. So let's yeah. uh, try and change that and. Yeah, as you mentioned, unfortunate that you played Barnstable, who obviously are your opponents. You played them last week in the league, this week in the FA Vars. Does that make it easier or more difficult? You know what, I was thinking about this earlier. If we, if we go back a couple of seasons, we did the same thing, if you remember, when we had Salt Ashley Senior Cup, and then the week after we had the League Cup final as well. And, you know, that first game was always the tough one because if you lose that one, you know, your back's against the wall thinking you don't want to do the double losing on that as well so we did you know, we won one against the Salt Ash and then the last season we had that same thing against Buckland so then we had them on a Tuesday night and then we played them on Saturday so it's nothing new to us um, and obviously the same thing against Barstool this week you know fortunately we've you know we've had a good result on the weekend as well so it kind of gives us a bit more breathing room to, to go and have a go at them um, not having the worries and thinking look they, we, we lose one we can't lose, lose another um, so it's it's nothing new to us, to be honest with you. It's obviously different different settings. We, we know we're in our way. We've played them away already. You know, we, we know what their grounds are all about. We know what they're all about. So it's it's just you know whether whether we turn up the day. That's that's the thing, really. Yeah. And how different a, a squad will it be for you? Because uh, obviously, like for example, Ruben Wilson, your new signing, he's cup tied, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, without giving too much away and sort of showing a hand, I think we are missing <laughs> missing a few players. If I'm honest with you. We've got players through suspension. We've got players that are cut tied. 
everyone just general players that aren't available for injuries. So it's um, it, it, it's that part of the season. It's nothing new to us. It's we've got a generally good big squad anyway. So numbers wise, we're okay. But it's just a, it's a few core players that have sort of come in in the recent weeks that unfortunately won't be available this weekend. Generally, though, as the season goes, I would imagine you're you're quite pleased with it, aren't you? Yeah, I would say so. It's um, it's been a really really good start. You know, hindsight's a great thing, but you look at the games that we lost. This game's really on paper. I mean, with all due respect, we should should be losing. But you know, at the start of the season, I think it's you know, way till things is always a tough place to go. Um, and then I think. Captain Mallet just really did one on us tactically. I think they were betting us on the on the day. We just couldn't quite figure them out, and they caught us in the break. A couple of individual areas, and unfortunately, you lose a game. But I think we haven't lost a game in November, so that's a you know, it's a fantastic stat for us. And we spoke about it in training last year. I don't think we we won an away game until this sort of this time of the year, which is quite worrying, really. Whereas um, you know the tables have turned. I think players. Sorry, I think people are looking at us thinking the players have lost. Going into this season, it would have been a completely different story. But you know, we, we, recruitment's been good. So I think the players are bought into what we're, we're all about, and obviously the results are, are showing as well. And you, as a as a central defender, you must be really pleased when you look at the league table and that and goals against column nine goals in thirteen games. That's incredible. Yeah, it's brilliant. But I get it's, I'd always I'd always looking at I'd always looking at it from um, things we can do better. The goals we have conceded have generally been most of the individual mistakes. So, you know, you cut those individual mistakes. And look, football's a game of fine margins, right? It's, um, you know, it's, it's easy to say that now once those goals have gone in. But, um, yeah, we've been a real solid unit. I think you know, bringing in Bradley as a left back, he's basically a centre back anyway. He's six foot three, he can get forward as well. So that kind of adds to our height and depth in the, in the defence as well. So we aerially, we didn't really, really sound. And, and things we kind of been work on in training in terms of. Defending the box really, really tight, and um, and again, yeah, it's shown on the showing on the pitch, which is which is brilliant. Right, okay, and James, well, thanks very much. Uh, we'll cut it there because um, tell everyone where you are. I, uh, you, you thought I was on work off to <laughs> London, but I'm actually on the train to watch the Champions League for Arsenal. My um, my brother-in-law gave me gave me a ticket, and I thought I, could, I had to snap his hand. I've never seen the Champions League game before, so I was. Uh, I was on that train straight away. So I uh, <laughs> do apologise if, if the background noises is not what it what it normally is. Well, we had the conductor giving out an announcement there, so <laughs> whether <laughs> I he's can't hide now. whether he's a fat conductor or not, I'm not sure. But uh, there we go. That's uh, that that's where you are at the moment. Are you yeah. you must be what in Devon at the moment? Are you or are you I'm further? Just got, yeah, I'm just got to Plymouth. Yeah, just got to Plymouth. Just yeah. in Plymouth, right? Okay. Well, look, I, I enjoy enjoy your time away. Let's hope you Amazing. enjoy Saturday as much as you do tonight. Right then, that yeah, that was James Ward. Uh, where was he, Rappo? Well, I wasn't sure, mate. To be honest, I I was trying to work it out for a bit, Deeks. Like when you said he he was a bit in and good awardee to speak to us, by the way, Deeks, wasn't it? But I wasn't quite sure where he was until the conductor butted him, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I thought he must have been on a train, mate, somewhere to go in somewhere, mate. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks to James for talking to us um, and. Uh, Apologies if the quality isn't quite as good as normal, uh, normal. but um, we were able to hear what James has got to say about that uh, Vaz game. It, I'll ask you the same question as I asked James, I think. Is it good or bad yeah. that obviously uh, they played Barnstable last Saturday? What do you think? Yeah, 
No, I don't like it, Thinks I've, ne- I've never, you know, I've, I think I've mentioned it to Tommy, mate, in the text uh, this week, mate. I, I just hate playing tick. I mean, that's going to be like three times in a month, mate, isn't it, that <laughs> Town has played. But, you know, I think Westy has been on since the, the first game, mate. But, you know, good nil-nil up there in the league. And then, obviously, to get a great result like that last Saturday. But, but you know, going to go have to go up there on Saturday, Diggs. There's going to be a few players out, suspended and missing, you know, and... I just think it's going to be such a order. It's going to be a lot harder. Get you know they're going to be well up for a bit of revenge, Deeks, aren't they? And I just hate playing teams three times in a month, Deeks. I personally, mate, I don't know how you used to feel about it as a player, but I hated it, mate. All that familiarity, mate. I'd, I'd rather play a team and then not see them for three or four months, mate. Wouldn't you? Mm. Really? And uh, uh, the fact that there's been a draw, there's been a win for Falmouth. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's this one going to be? Oh, no. The obvious is a win for Barnstable. So, so yeah, just good, to even it good out. Good team as well. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's it. Yeah, I did think about Oscar Massey, actually, Diggs, on Saturday, mate. I noticed he was on the bench, wasn't he, for, for, um, for Barnstable, mate. And, and, like, obviously with Ruben coming in, scoring in front of the F troop, mate, on his debut, I, I can imagine there was a fair old roar behind the goal mate and I, I was I was I was thinking I wonder what Oscar Massey thought of that mate you know well you I, know, was, like, I was hoping yeah. to get him on the podcast but um was we, we just couldn't yeah. uh, couldn't he couldn't uh, he wasn't available on the times that we uh, were able to speak so unfortunately we weren't able to hear from Oscar but yeah so I don't know why he was sub mm-hmm. unless it's rotation or something no. like that but he's how many goals has he scored since he went to Barnstable? Yeah, he's had a good start. Yeah. yeah, he's better. Yeah, he's in credit, mate. Any goals oh. per games, I think. It's yeah. definitely in credit, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, so but but yeah, well done to Wardy Diggs, you know, and you know, like and, and along with Tom and here, mate, at the back, Diggs, I think I think that's been the bedrock of form of success, mate, isn't it, this season so far. All the all you know, defensively, mate, you know, all the clean sheets and and uh, but obviously hard game Saturday and good to see Wardy go up and see Arsenal win six 0 mate, wasn't it? Is, Wor- is worth he, the trip. Is he an Arsenal yeah. supporter then? I'm not sure, mate. I don't I don't know, mate, actually, Wardy. I was try I was trying to think. I, I do know who he supports, but I couldn't quite remember I got a feeling it might be United, mate, Wardy, but Sorry if I'm wrong, Wardy. You know, <laughs> you know but oh. um, yeah, I don't know, mate. I I don't think he is. An awesome fan, but but you know would have been a good night, mate, wouldn't it? Just well, just so Town can do the same as Arsenal did the other night, Deeks on Saturday. Barnstable nil, Falmouth Town six. Yeah, that's yeah, that'd be uh, nice, mate, wouldn't it? <laughs> that sounds pretty good to me, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Okay, let's yeah. uh, let's uh, stick with the Vars, shall we? And uh, yeah. just we'll we'll just slide down one level to step six and. Uh, Talk to uh, another man that's involved in the Vaz this Saturday, shall we? Yeah. Well, here he is. <laughs> Top man. Okay, we've heard from uh, one skipper involved in the FA Vaz coming up on Saturday. Let's go to St. Alston and uh, hear from another. And welcome back uh, a regular on the podcast. It's Neil <laughs> Slateford. <laughs> Yes, the, the Deeks and Slates podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds much better. Yeah, get rid of that other one. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so FA Vaz, I asked J- uh, James Ward if it's a special competition still. And what's your thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, most definitely. Um, it, it just gives you a chance to play against, you know, teams from different regions. 
you know, different grounds, different places. So, yeah, it's for, for non-league football, especially down our way, it's, it's a really good chance to sort of test yourself against different players and different standards as well. So, yeah, but personally, I, I absolutely love it. Mm. Now, you've had a bit of a mixed bag, really, getting this far, haven't you? I mean, looking at your past results, a uh, bit of a struggle with penalties involved against Sidmouth, wasn't it? Yeah, just sort of scraped through in the end with that one. Um, play, played reasonably well, actually, but sort of second half collapsed a little bit. Um, conceded a few goals, but as you say, managed to, to win through on penalties, which it's a bit of a lottery. But yeah, we, um, you know, if you had offered us that before the start of the game, we would have taken it. Yeah. Well, you you hammered them in penalties. Yeah, I don't think they scored. <laughs> no, they didn't. Harry, um, Harry made some good saves in that one. So yeah, we... Um, scored all of ours and they missed all of theirs. So yeah, quite straightforward as shootouts go. Yeah. And then in the following round, as expected, I think uh, you beat Torrington, but the last round uh, that you played up at Buckland, now I thought that was going to be a bit of a test, but it sounds as if you were on fire that day, St. Austell. Um Yeah, we did play. We played really well that day. Um, you know, if playing against a Buckland team is always going to be a test and it was a test. Um, but yeah, on the day we were we were the better side, and I think Harty would say that as well. Um, but you know, we just we just upped our game that day, and we managed to to get through again. But yeah, that was a that was a real highlight of the season so far, actually. So high worth on Saturday. Now, do we know anything about them or not? Um, we know a little bit about them. Um, I do remember high worth when we were in the FA Vaz with St Austell before. Um, they were sort of in and around the semi-finals when we were there. So they've got good pedigree in the competition. Um, we've got, hopefully nobody from High, uh, High Worth is listening. We've got, um, we have got VO sort of video and analysis. So yeah, we know a little bit about them. And I think we've got a little bit of a bonus that they played against Nuki in the last round. Yeah. Um, so Craig, our assistant, is obviously ex-Nuki. So I think he <laughs> might, may have pulled pulled a few strings. So, yeah, we, we've got a little bit of information about them. Yeah, I, I bet as as soon as a draw was made and you were drawn at Highworth, I bet someone was on the phone to Nuki almost straight away, I would have thought. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think it was pretty much in the group straight away. Have <laughs> Nuki got VO? Have Nuki got analysis? So, yeah, we got that pretty quickly. So thanks to them for that. Right. But it is going to be, no matter how much you know about them, it, it is going to be a toughie, isn't it? Because they're, they're not doing too bad in their league. So, um, so it's going to be another of those very interesting matches at Polterre. Oh, definitely. Um, if you're still in the Vaz now, you're 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 a half decent team. So, you know, sometimes you get all this analysis and you get all the video, and they play completely different. So, yeah. Um, you know, we just got to make sure that we do what we're good at, um, defend well, and hopefully that gives us a really really good chance, um, which I think we've got. Uh, and you're overall, you're on a good run of uh, results at the moment, aren't you? Yeah. Um, Beatway Bridge on Saturday. Um, we've won our last few games, I think kept a few clean sheets so we go into it in in good form so you know sometimes it's you know that can completely change on the day but as i said do what we're good at and i think you know we we should have a really really good chance and i would imagine it, there's quite a good buzz around sinorstall football club this season isn't there yeah definitely you know if you win games you're always going to create a little bit of a buzz um we've won more games than we've lost so you know that always creates a little bit of a positivity we've got some of the some of the older boys back, you know, 
people like Liam Eddy and Brokes and we've got like Cart. So there's a really, really good atmosphere about the club and and everything that's going on. So yeah, it's uh, it's certainly a, a nice place to be around at the minute. Yeah. Now, second in the league table in the Southwest Peninsula, uh, what were your thoughts when you heard that result come through on Saturday, Wendron nil, Liscard six? Yeah, um, <laughs> I was hoping, you know, you look at that game and think, oh, maybe if they're going to drop any points, then it might be Wendron away, really tough place to go. But um, yeah, it's, we can't expect them to drop too many points. So, you know, if they do drop any, we'll take it as a positive. But we've just got to win our games and see where that takes us. Um and they'll they'll be trying to do exactly the same. So yeah, and of course it is actually a big week for Sinnels in the cups, isn't it? Because you got Highworth on on Saturday, then you've actually got Liscard in the League Cup on Wednesday, haven't you? Yeah, we have Wednesday away at Liscard, isn't it? So yeah, big big week. Not sure how my legs are going to manage with sort of two games in that three day period, but we'll we'll see. Hey, now come on. You mentioned about your legs. Now, the other thing I want to talk to you about is all this running that you're lining up to do. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> running the London Marathon again in April. Right. Um, so what time did you do it in last time? Uh, I think it was like three hours, 35 minutes, something like that. How's that? So, is that good or bad or what? Yeah, no, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, obviously being quite competitive, I want to try and try and get somewhere near that again um but it's it's not really about me i'm sort of raising money for for charity so to to, to sort of try and raise some money for charity i've got a quiz night in at the end of january so if there's any quizzers out there you're you're more than welcome to to join in i know rapo's a general knowledge expert oh, um, he knows everything about everything on, you'd be good on the sports round i would have thought as well um, so yeah more than welcome to, to sign up to that just drop me a message um, when is that get you. that is the 26th of January so that's a Friday evening right um, so that's one avenue of sort of fundraising and the next um, I'm running around par running track for 24 hours <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> when are yeah. you doing that don't say uh, Friday but, before your game against Highworth. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Knighter would uh, <laughs> wouldn't be too pleased with that, would he? Um, yeah, that's in that's in February half term, so that's a Sunday. Start at twelve thirty um, in the afternoon, and then finish at twelve thirty on the Monday afternoon. <laughs> right. So, uh, again, it's it's all for charity. So if anyone wants to sponsor me, then I'd you know be really really grateful. Right. And and how can we sponsor you then, Neil? Um, so it's on all of my sort of social media channels, so sort of Facebook, Twitter. Um, and yeah, that's probably the best way to do it. And if you do really, really want to sponsor me, but you can't, you can't get on that. You can just, you know, try and drop me a message of some sort, Right. but yeah, that, that's all for pancreatic cancer research. Right. Well, um, you're a brave man, aren't you? Yeah. Brave or <laughs> stupid. Either. Yeah. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Well, we wish you the best of luck. In fact, we wish you the best of luck with everything that's going on in your in your uh, world at the moment. Um, yeah, thanks. The, the quiz night, that is what, a general knowledge sort of quiz, is it? or what? Yeah, sort of a general knowledge TV-based quiz. Um, Craig Holman, I'm not sure if you know Craig yeah. Holman. He's um, yeah. a local chap who you know used to be a red coat and stuff like that. He's kindly sort of offered to, to run that quiz for me. So he's going to be doing that. 
Um, I've got a little raffle alongside it. We've got some Plymouth Argyle signed shirts, some Exeter City shirts, um, loads of bits and bobs there. So some really, really good prizes as well. And that the, the raffle stuff will be going live on my um, Facebook page in the next few days, hopefully. Right. Do you still need or would you still like to have um, things for for the raffle prizes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If anyone's sort of kind enough to, to be able to do, donate something, yeah, it would be really, really greatly received by myself so yeah if anyone's got any anything they'd like to donate yeah please do so right okay well we wish you the best of luck in everything you're doing and uh, first first step is saturday let's get through that first of all then it's wednesday and then you can concentrate on christmas and then well no you can't have a christmas can you with all this running all this this fitness you've got to work up for I'm sure I'll manage somewhere to have uh, some nice food and a few and a few pints somewhere. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, we wish you the best of luck, Neil. Good luck yeah, on Saturday, Highworth. Uh, the bad news is I'm coming along to watch it. Um, so hopefully I'm not well, a Jonah. Let's hope it's not. Let's hope it's not called off at the last minute like last time. Oh eh? well, <laughs> that's right. And the other thing is, obviously, when I think about St Alston and the Vaz, you know, when you did so well back along, reached the semi-finals. I mentioned it the other day, but what about that rain up at Glossop, eh? Oh, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it was, I think it's biblical, as they say. Yes, that's yeah, right. It was pretty bad, wasn't it? Yeah, we don't want that this week either. So, no, uh, right. let's hope it's nice and dry. <laughs> and uh, everyone can enjoy themselves. Yeah. Let's try and get a good crowd up there. Yeah, that's right. Well, the Vaz does attract a few people, doesn't it? So let's, Yeah, definitely. Let's, and with Falmouth away, you know, anyone who's interested in the Vaz, go to Poltaire. Yeah, get yourself to Poltair Park. Jason Powell will be delighted. Right. Thanks very much. Cheers, Dave. Yeah, Neil Slateford there, skipper of St. Austell. He must be mad, must he, Rappo? First of all, let's talk about all these other things he's doing, all this charity work. He's not mad doing charity work, but he must be mad the way <laughs> he's doing it, surely. I'm not, 24 I know, hours? Yeah, I know. I know he's a fit lad, mate, Slates, but flipping. Yeah, I was going to say, Dix, I've got my notes here, mate. I'd, you know, well done to Slates for running the marathon again for a start, mate. You know, for obviously, you know, pancreatic cancer research. I know he's, you know, he's something close to his heart, mate. And, you know, like it is me, you know, with the book and everything, Dix. But, but yeah, but 24 hours, mate, around poor running track. I mean, <laughs> that's that's nuts, mate. <laughs> you have to go down and join him, won't you, for five minutes? No, I, I was thinking that, Dix. I, I, yeah, I might go down and do one lap with Slates after he's done about 60 probably <laughs> I might be able to keep up with him mate you know for one lap but 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 yeah but no I mean I've got to say Dick Slates does a great you know great job for charity mate and I mean his last raffle mate you know at Bobman I think Rachel had 20 quid worth of tickets mate and and he's got, I've got to say mate it you know Slate's had some fantastic prizes, mate. I mean, we we actually won a meal, an hundred quid meal at the long store, mate. I felt oh. a bit bad because, yeah, we put twenty quid in and one hundred quid um, meal. And I tell you what, Deeks, it was one of the best steaks I've ever had. And and the bill, Deeks, come to a we had a massive slap up meal, drinks and everything, mate. And um, I think we used it for Rachel's birthday, actually, Deeks. <laughs> being a cheapskate that I am, and uh, <laughs> the, the meal come to hundred and three quid. 
quid, mate. So, um, yeah, so we actually paid three quid, mate, for this unbelievable. Well, I think I chucked a tenner in, you know, as a tip, obviously. Oh, but, come on, but, yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah, I felt bad things. <laughs> I, I had to, mate. I think, I think yeah, a, you know, we, we used this voucher, mate, and I thought I can't pay three quid. So I think I paid like a tenner or something, mate, and had a seven quid tip. But but yeah, mate. So you know, he's some great prizes, mate. You know, Slates knows a few people, doesn't he? And so you know, just want to say to everyone, mate, get get out buying those tickets for a great cause, and mm. and yeah, you know, good luck to Slates for that, mate. And can I just say, Deke, the books by by the way, mate, going on about the book again, mate. I'm I'm sort of nearing two grand now, mate. There's, the two grand mark. So, you know, anyone that's not had one mate yet and wants a little Christmas present for someone, Ooh, you know, to, yeah. yeah, yeah, just thought, mate, just to get me over the 2000 line digs. You know, if they want to donate, you know, a, a little bit, mate, just get a book, you know, get, get hold of me, me or Deeks on Twitter, mate, or the forum, or, or they can text me, Deeks, 07455987850. And, um, yeah, sold about 500 so far, Deeks, to the lovely people. Well, I've got to mention people like Michael Riley, mate, in, you know, up at Balpra there, mate. Brendan Gillies in Singapore, Deeks has had one. And obviously, Jam Tart, we've already mentioned, you know, he was on the show last week, you know, Scott Foley, mate, um, you know, big Hearts fan, mate, you know, left kindly left us a message on the show last week and, you know, want to see more of them, Diggs, don't we? So, so yeah, I've been delighted with the feedback so far, mate. So, you know, most people seem to have enjoyed it as well, Diggs. So, you know, no one's told me his crap yet, Diggs, anyway. So. <laughs> did, did you not get my message? Oh no, I didn't, mate. I must have missed that. <laughs> but um, but no, but no, I feel like I'm taking over Slates' slot here a bit, Dick. So so yeah, <laughs> so, sorry, Slates, but you know, obviously, you know, brilliant what Slates does, like Dick's, you know, and you know, obviously, I'm delighted with with the nearly two grand so far, Dick's. But but yeah, but going back to the football, Dick's, like like Slates said, mate, you know, we all love the Vaz, mate, don't we? You know, opponents from a different league up the line, unfamiliar opposition digs to test yourself against and and hopefully you know like Nuki's knowledge you know like Slate said Craig's been in touch with Nuki mm. you know hopefully that'll help them as well on Saturday for the Saints digs and and along with the experienced lads they got there mate you know likes of Eds and Courts and Slates and Brokes mate you know so you know some cracking players there mate and Harry and Goal and also you know, hopefully the Cornish football floaters, mate, can get to pole tower at the weekend, Deeks. And are you going, mate? Is that your game yeah, this yeah, week? Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm yeah, sort of toying with actually the, the Falmouth um, game or Sin Austell, yeah. but uh, I have to say, Sin Austell home obviously uh, yeah. attracted uh, me more so because of the trip. So, uh, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I can remember. Yeah. That that's an Austral run back along, or not so long ago now, yeah. but you know when they got to the semi-finals, and uh, they they had a few games on that run where you thought oh, it's going to be a bit tough for them this yeah. game, but they somehow pulled it out of the bag, and uh, you know it'd be great. Uh, you know, Highworth, what they fifth, I think, when I last looked, they're fifth in the table, so yeah. they're no mugs. Um, so, uh, nah. but it's nor gonna be the, tough, yeah, it's going to be tough, but nor the likes of Adam Carter and Jake Miller and. Um, and who's that other one? Ollie, what's his name? Ollie, um, Ollie, <laughs> what's he called? Yeah, that, yeah, Mr. Brokenshire. <laughs> what a player, mate. Broke Steaks, you know, still 
I've got to be honest, Dix, I don't know if he's wishful thinking, mate, but I've, I'm fancying St. Ulster Saturday, Dix. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 3-2. Three, 3-2, two. Three, two, mate. It's got Tough that, game. Yeah, that, that's, that's got a nervous sort of uh, scoreline. Yeah. That is 3-2, isn't it? Ooh. It is, isn't it? That, I think it could go, you know, could go all the way, Dix, you know, like even extra time maybe, uh, but I just, what? I know. Well, just it, no, hang on. Is there extra time or not? I get confused. Oh, no. No, there isn't. Penalties, straight to penalties, isn't it? No. Rubbish, isn't it? The fans now, isn't it? Straight to pens, isn't it? Yeah, we don't, uh, don't want penalties. Yeah. No. Don't want that. Nah. 3 2 Sunoff still thinks. 3 2 Yeah. The agony of a 3 2 or a 4 3 or anything like that is is when you find out that there's about six minutes of added on time to go, isn't there? And you think, you know, yeah. you, you get to the 90th minute, you think, oh, that's it, we've won. But yeah. another six minutes, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, no. It, uh, yeah, been there, Deeks, been there and done that, mate. It's bloody, yeah. It's it's so different, you know, when you're the team in front as well, Deeks, it that six minutes feels like 60, doesn't it? Oh, but yeah. When you're the, yeah, when you're the team chasing that goal, mate, that six minutes seems to go in a couple of attacks, doesn't it? <laughs> and you think, hey, come on, ref, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's weird that mindset, isn't it? You know, when you, but yeah, just I'd settle for four nil more digs, wouldn't you? Oh, but <laughs> well, that was a, that was yeah. a good thing about the the last Vaz game I saw at Falmouth against Moneyfields. You know, three nil up after twenty two yeah. minutes or whatever it was. You know, couldn't be better, could it? No, that's true, mate. Yeah, I remember that interview you had with Westy, mate. I, I don't think anyone could believe it, Deeks, seeing 3-0 up. It was all over, Deeks, wasn't it? All over in the first 20, but mm. hopefully you'll be a lucky charm for the Saints as well Saturday, Deeks. Yeah, well, let's, let's hope so. Mm. Yeah, that's, so that's uh, yeah. FA Vars, um, a, uh, AFC Sinorstal against Highworth Town. Um and yeah, if anyone wants to sponsor Neil or, or get in touch with him about um, what he's doing and you can't find his details, just get in touch with either Rappo or me um, via Twitter and we'll pass on the message. All right. So, uh, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. Right. Now, let's have a chat with it's well, it's our time to have our regular chat with the List God chairman, yeah. John Clenzo. And uh, Let's find out what he's been up to. Right then, John. Well, four weeks have gone since we last spoke and how have things been for Liscard Athletic Football Club both off and on the pitch since then? All good, Dave. Yeah, all good. Nothing, uh, no dramas, no crises, just all, yeah, all good. Football teams are doing well, um, which is the main reason we're there. So, yeah, all good. No concerns? Um, no, not really. No, just looking, yeah, just always looking ahead now, really. It's, um, my biggest concern is obviously pitch, because that's what I seem to spend most of my time doing with the, with the rain that we've had, but it seems to be, um, clearing up a bit now. So yeah, I'm, I'm all happy at the moment. Oh, well, we might as well finish there then. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, looking at the first team fixtures at the moment, um, hmm. you've got no game now until the 6th of December, I think. Um, and then you've got eight consecutive away games. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's where... How's um, that come about? It's, uh, well, just the way the cookies crumbled, I think. it's um, You'd have to speak to Mr. Iscox about how it's come about. Oh, I will do. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's just... Yeah, I mean, we're fully aware of it. Obviously, we're while we're away, we're not taking any gate money and there's not a lot of money coming in. So you've just got to sort of plan for it. And, um, yeah, and while you are at home, make the most of the home gates. What would you say your average home attendance is? 
Probably about 120. It's, it's getting better. Um, 120-ish, I would say, at the minute, average. Right. And which, I, I guess the bulk of that income goes towards the officials, does it, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much of it goes towards the officials, unfortunately. But, yeah, we've got to have them, and, yeah, that's it is what it is. Yeah. Um, obviously, Tea Hut's always busy as well, which is good. Um, so, decent, decent gate receipt, Tea Hut. And then, obviously, if we've got a midweek game, there's lights to pay for and officials. How much is the officials' uh, cost for for a first-team game? Uh, 150 I think it is. Right. And that's a yeah. set rate, isn't it? It, it doesn't that vary, does it? Yeah. No, no. It's, I think it's, it's a better way of doing it because you can budget for it. When it used to be different, you know, obviously different travel was different money. It was awkward to budget for, so mm. it's a bit easier like that. And there's a word, budget, incoming, expenditure, cash flows. Who, presumably someone at the club does that? Yeah, um, Maureen, Roger's wife, um, she does all the treasury. So, um, yeah, always talking to her about money and making sure that sponsors of, um, or sponsor boards are all accounted for and everything's up to date and how much money's come in, how much money's come through the tier, what invoices we've got to pay out. And, yeah, so it's always this constant, in ins and outs, if you like, but uh, yeah, just got to keep on top of it all. Yeah, and I, I guess really, you're. I know you said last time that you you meet on a re- or your committee meets on a regular basis. That must be mm-hmm. one of the biggest discussions, is it? Uh, um, cash flows and that it sort is, of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Unfortunately, obviously, with the you know all the teams are doing well at the moment, but obviously it's um, yeah, it's all masked by money, isn't it? Really, at the end of the day, we've got to have money to keep going. And I saw, I actually um, uh, was in the queue for a tea um, and Dave Bishop was behind me on Saturday and uh, we started talking. How's he getting on in his new role? Yeah, really well. Yeah, he's um, he's asking all the right questions and he's he's having a good old dig around for different grants and, uh, you know, what, what things we can do to help, you know, get, uh, get the bank balance looking healthy. And um, so, yeah, I think he's enjoying it as well. It's... Um, he, he wanted something to do, so he's definitely got plenty to do now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's looking at different grants and, and found a few things already, so it's good. Good, because you've got to be ready for Western League, haven't you? Hopefully, fingers oh, crossed. Oh, come yeah. on, come on! No, 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 it's not <laughs> over yet. It's certainly not over yet. There's plenty still to go, but um, doing well at the moment. That's um, that's the way to look at it, and just keep striving forward. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Saturday six nil win down at Wendron. That was beyond what you would have been expecting, wasn't it? Yeah, we had a <laughs> we were at the pitch in the in the morning, and uh, one of the maintenance team that we got a, like a maintenance team group chat and we're all on that sort of, and we met up in the morning just to have a look at the pitch and see what was going on with it. And a couple of them said, oh, I can't make it today, but I'd be delighted if we came back with a point. Ooh. So <laughs> yeah, we, we did more than that, which was nice. Yeah. It was, it was just a, I mean, you were there, Dave. It was a, it was a really good performance to be fair. Yeah, it was. And uh, well, uh, it's crazy. I was only thinking earlier today that, um, the top three, Liscard, St. Austin, Wendron. Wendron go to St. Austin and win 5-1, which seems pretty yeah. one-sided. You go to yeah. Wendron and win 6-0, and yeah. and you were by far the baddest side on the day. Um, it, it's strange, isn't it, really? How we, yeah. we were all... Yeah, well, I, I suppose Liscard, St. Austin was a tight game, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's the, it's the joy of that league this year, really, at the top end. It's... Uh, it's going to be. That's why it's not over. To be honest, Dave, I don't think it's a. You know, it's going to be a strong, strong finish to the season, and um, hopefully the best team wins in the end. But uh, yeah, no, there's certainly some tough games still to go. 
And what about the second and third teams? Um, how much do you follow them? Um, as much as I can when I'm not with the first team, basically. we've um, Second team is really, really young this year. We've gone for a... Um, we've sort of gone back to basics, basically. We've got um, the old under-16 managers um, being good enough to come in and say he wanted to do it. So he's brought some of his last year's under-16s with him. And at the moment, barring the goalkeeper, I think the old the oldest player is about 18. Mm. So it's a really young side, but they're playing some lovely football. Um, they had a good sort of test down at uh, St. Blasey the other weekend. And the St. Blasey manager came over and said, look, keep, keep going, you're doing really well. And he's right in what he says. that That's how they started last season, basically. Right. You, win, you know, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, but the, the young lads keep plugging away and, and they've had some good results. So that's the second team, isn't it? That, yeah. yeah. So ha, ha, what sort of makeup is the third team? Third team is um, some older, excellent clear players um, and some youngsters. We've basically had to, because we've got quite a lot of youngsters, which is not a bad thing, we're trying to just make sure they're all involved playing football. So we don't want to take too many on one bench and then leave the third team short. So we're trying to spread the youngsters out so they're getting plenty of um, men's football, basically. So they've had some... They're they're lower in the league at the moment, but I think they're you know they've they've pulled in a couple of players, more youngsters again, which will see them out for the season and hopefully have a better second half of the season. Um, and where do they play their home games? They're, they're at St Clair. Right now, whilst you're talking about St Clair, I always get a bit confused about this. So St Clair and Liscard Youth, where do they do they come into your setup at all, or are they a different? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are part no, of Liscard. Yeah, we are affiliated with them. It was basically when I was, it's a long story, but when I was doing St. Clear Youth, um, we got to under 16s, went into men's football, and there was not really many volunteers behind bringing many youth teams through. And Liscard Youth were sharing the cricket pitch and the rugby field um, to get their home games. So we sort of met up and they said, look, we've not really got a home at the moment. We're passed from pillar to post. So they came out and used the St. Clear facilities hence the St. Clear and Liscard right. name. Um, so it's really now St. Clear has got our third team and our youth sides. Right. And there's no so, St. Clear football club as such, no, is there? Right. No, no. Okay. And it all all works pretty well? Everyone's happy with that yeah, yeah, setup? Yeah, yeah so it all works providing you talk. And, that, and so far it's all been really good. Yeah, we've plenty of communication so everybody knows what everybody's doing, basically. I mean, yeah. I, I chuckled about that, you know, you saying that. But actually, communication within a football club is so important, isn't it? Because otherwise it becomes a, a you-against-me sort of situation, doesn't it? Yeah, massively, yeah. yeah. No, it's, I mean, you look at sort of out St. Clear on a Saturday and Sunday, you can have sort of three or four teams playing at once. So you imagine what the car park's like and, and the pitches are like and you've got to make sure that everything's ready for everybody. So it's nice for everybody to experience so, yeah, there's a lot of, obviously, shuffling and making sure that pitches are available for everyone and, and yeah, and, and usable and playable. So, yeah, there's plenty of uh, organising needs doing, but it's all done really well so far. Good. Uh, and, obviously, you're spending a lot of time working on the Lux Park, the main pitch. Do you yeah. do the work for the Sinclair ground or someone else? Um, no, we because it's council and they've got a um, contractor. I help the contractor, but he's yeah, he does most of the grass cutting. So, oh, right. um, it's just keeping the rest of it tidy. Really, there's there's always plenty to do in in Lux Park. Because obviously, we've got the ladies as well on the Sundays. So, we've got to make sure that one's good for 
both days of the weekend as well. Right. How does that work then? The St. Clair pitch, the council owns. So what, do you pay them a rent or something or what? Yeah, yeah, you pay rent on that one, yeah. Right. And that, and then that means that they have to do the work to keep it up to scratch sort of thing. Yeah, there's because we've got um, like football foundation grants, the grass has got to be kept to a certain height all the time for the football <laughs> foundation to pay you your money. So right. the, the council's been really good, to be fair. They're all um, they're sort of all on board. We've got a service agreement with them that you know these sorts of things need to be done in order for us to get our grant money. And yeah, it's working quite well. Do the football foundation come around and measure the grass or what? No, at the end of the season we get. Um, a, an app that we've got to log into and you've got a tape measure, um, a shovel <laughs> and a mobile phone. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put a shovel in the ground, take a soil sample out, take photos of the length of the roots. Um, you take an area of grass which is weedy so they can work out a percentage of weed and how much more work you need to do on it and yeah, there's loads of stuff. It takes about an hour. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. it's quite complicated. It's not nothing yeah. straightforward. You don't get money for nothing anymore. <laughs> well, no, I can appreciate that, but uh, I didn't realise that sort of stuff went on. So yeah, there we go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so everything's been rosy this uh, since we last spoke. What, what's been the worst thing that's happened that you've been involved in? Uh, I don't think there's been... Well, the most difficult thing, not the worst, the most difficult. Um, Trying to think. Blimey, that's a tough question. don't know, really. Just, I think, yeah, coming in as chairman, it's it's been quite smooth and everything's worked how it should, really. I can't I can't think of a, a difficult or awkward... This, you know, nobody's needed to be sacked or dismissed. <laughs> or, I, can't think, I can't really think of anything bad, really. It's, uh, no, it's all been good. We've sort of... Um, yeah, just eased in gradually and, and working our way through everything together. That sounds all very good. So, conversely, apart from that 6-0 win for the first team on Saturday, what's been the best thing? Um, just, I think, the season as a whole, Dave, really. I mean, you look at the first team, they've, they've been doing really well. The ladies um, went through a little bit of a difficult patch with basically injuries and availability, but they've come through the other side and, and picking up points again now and doing well. Yeah, so no, it's all good. I'm, I'm really, you know, so far really chuffed, really happy. If anyone asks me what it's like being a chairman, I'd say it's at the moment it's really good. It's a doddle, wouldn't it? Mm, yeah, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and, and final question. Yeah, and final question. Jared Woods, where was he on Saturday? A hamstring injury. Right, he was yeah, injured. We're just, yeah, and Harry Jeffrey was missing. Obviously, well, he was on the bench, but he's coming back from injury. There's, we're lucky that the squad's been. It's always worked that if somebody's injured, we've got someone to replace them at the moment. So it's, it, we've been quite lucky. So Harvey Mollis is uh, carrying a knock. Dylan Peel's been carrying a knock. So there's a couple that are almost there that were on the bench. But yeah, Jared's still struggling for a minute. Right. And Sam Borthwick playing for Helston. Yeah, we got two goalkeepers as well. We're quite um, yeah, quite lucky in that sense. So again, that's worked out. I think Matty Kuzak and Darren had a conversation that they were short of a goalkeeper. Um, and we're trying to t- keep two happy, basically. So we had a discussion with Sam and he was uh, really good about it. And he, he said, providing I'm playing football, I'm happy. Um, so he's, he's gone and helped Matty Kuzak and Helston out for the day. Yeah. And he, had, and he had a clean sheet as well. Yeah, that's right. So everything's good. Um, thanks very much, John. And uh, well, next time it's sort of around the Christmas period, isn't it, that we'll catch up with yes, you? Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, one, one final question. How's... Uh, yeah. How's that idea of a, of a pre-Christmas quiz coming on? Yeah, we're going to try and do that. Hey, a reminder, be, a reminder. You must yeah, get on Bobby's toes. 
I know. Yeah, no, he's. I think he's. Yeah, he's working through questions as we speak. Actually, so I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> right. sure we'll get something sorted. Right. All right. Okay. Thanks very much. Lovely. Cheers, Dave. Yeah, I think JC. You know, JC seems to be loving it, mate. Doesn't he? Chairman and that, and <laughs> you know, doing a good job. You know, I suppose it makes it easier when the club's doing so well, Diggs, doesn't it? But you know, I, I think the club can look forward to. Western League football next season, Diggs, don't you? Even though JC's, you know, too humble to admit it yet, mate, isn't he? But um, I think we all know the way he's heading, especially after last Saturday, mate. But yeah, the club's on high, mate, which, you know, great to see thriving again. You know, it'd be good to see Liscor back up into the Western League again. Anyway, Deeks, wouldn't it? You know, I mean, like back in my days, a player, mate, Liscord and Salt Ash were the, were the great Western League teams, you know, back in the day, really, Deeks, I mean, I wish they weren't really, mate, because it cost me a few senior cups, really, mate, to be honest. If they wasn't, you know, it would have been better for me, mate. But but I think we, you know, associate those two sort of big clubs with Western League football, really, Deeks, don't we? So it's all pretty rosy in the in the Luxport Gordon for JC at the minute, mate, isn't it? And pitch looking great as well, Deeks, isn't it? Seeing JC's photos on Twitter and that, mate, you know, the... You know, everything's looking great up there at the minute, mate, isn't it? Mm. Good to see. Well, the only question yeah. he, he's got is the fixtures, isn't it? The way they're going at the moment. So let's go to Phil yeah. Hiscox, that man who, you know, he needs yeah. to do something about the fixtures secretary of the Southwest Peninsula League. <laughs> Let, let's... He's a nasty man, isn't he, Phil, <laughs> mate? <isn't he>? <laughs> right. Let, let's hear what Phil's got to say. <laughs> no, um, it's... a turn to talk to Phil Hiscox. You're back from Elberton, are you? Well, yeah. So, Elberton last Saturday hadn't been there this season. So, it was another one ticked off. Uh, not not the greatest of games, but um, yeah, I did I did tease Danny Lewis and, and Sam Hughes and a few of the other old boys there about, you know, this this was an adult league, not a veterans league. But, <laughs> I was going to say, you're very rude to them, aren't you? I'm, I'm very rude to most people, actually. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Get me sacked, please. Just report me to the chair. <laughs> they won't let me retire or resign or whatever. So getting sacked might be my best bet of getting out of this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, try hard, and I'm sure we can arrange it. But yes. um, that, if we can just dwell on the East for the moment, um, the the big result last Saturday was the defeat of Ivy Bridge, wasn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it, it was odd last Saturday, wasn't it? Because well, I'm sure we'll come on to the West in a minute. That was. <laughs> sort of, um, yeah, crystallised in in in, bo- in that division as, as as things, but the East was was opened up big time, wasn't it, by that result? Um, particularly as Sidmouth are sort of mid table; they're not, you know, it, it wasn't a, a game that you expected Ivybridge to have their first defeat in. Mm. And and looking at fixtures for Saturday, tough mm. one again for Ivybridge. You know, on the back of that defeat, isn't it? Yeah, away to Oakhampton, who are very much in form. Um, I mean, I think we, we've talked about this before. Oakhampton have sort of suffered, uh, their league form has suffered because of their exploits in the Cups. But of course, that, that's now pretty well um, wound down. They, they are still in the Waltzie Parsons, but you know, the, 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 they can now concentrate on climbing up the league table. And to be fair to them, they have been. You know, they, They've been picking up some results recently. Um, and, and that will be a real test as to how far they can climb back up the table. Because if they can beat Iverbridge, then you would suggest they could climb quite a fair bit back, back up before the end of the season. Mm. Although, if we had to pin you down and, and say for both divisions 
at this moment in time, we're only now going into December. Who's going to win? Who's going to be champions of each East and West? Let's be honest. You, you wouldn't get you wouldn't get very good odds for a double at the bookies of saying Ivory and Discard, which no. they are the, the clear favourites. But um, I think we're clutching yeah, at straws trying to make it exciting, aren't we? <laughs> uh, I think I think in West we probably are. Uh, although although they've still Discard is still at a place in Austria. We play Nuki twice, so it's if I never actually Discard have played. Um, a, lo- a lot more homes than aways. That's partly the way, just the way its fixtures are run when they've been in cups. Silly little things because they've got a, quite a run now of away games in the league. But just one of those away games is away to Penzance, which of course should have been a home game. Mm. But Penzance's ground was closed at the time, and they they played the home one then, and of course now have that extra run of aways. If you see what I mean. Because um, I I wanted to have a word with the fixture secretary because eight away games Liscard have got now eight away games and then they've got uh, five at home well what's he doing well some of those home ones at the end of a result of his bonus it was really odd that they, they seem to have lost the the home games to cup dates and not the away games to cup dates uh, in fact at the away games let's say like the penzance one is is prime the other way around mm. what i would say is they are home in the water parsons if they progress in that then there'll be another round of that before that run of eight finishes and of course we're speaking on thursday morning and we know the Cornwall senior cup draw is at lunchtime today uh, and of course there's a 50 50 chance that they could have another home draw in that so it may not be quite uh, <laughs> as, you're trying to go on Cornwall give this guy home game please <laughs> i was gonna say so in in both the league cup and the senior cup you're you're hoping they get a home draw right okay right. well you can <laughs> well, you can do something about that in the league cup can't you uh, so. well actually first of all they have to win their game in the league oh cup yes that's we, true uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the senior cup is slightly different because we know they're in the draw, aren't we? They're, that's they're very like true. That. Yes, we mustn't write yeah. off St. Austell. No, that's yeah, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that that result last Saturday, um, Wendron nil, Liscard six. We never saw that one coming, did we? No. no. I, I have to say, I think Wendron. Uh, they all say the teams go for a little blip, and I think they probably are. They. they they had the draw with Bude, and people put that down to sort of Bude having a, a sort of a stronger team. Then, of course, they lost the week before at Bridport in the Watsey Parsons. So, I, I think Wendron, you know, that they need a result now just to get themselves back on track, don't they? And so, they've had, say, a little bit of a blip there. Yes, uh, I, th- I think they're at Truro, aren't they, Saturday? I think they are, yes. Yeah. Yes, they are, yeah. Right. And, uh, well, I suppose the big talking point this weekend, or one of the big talking points, is the FA Vars. And uh, what do we know about Highworth Town? Well, we know a little bit. Uh, they've, they've already beaten two Peninsula clubs this season, so we don't want them making things in threes. In fact, we want, you know, third no. time lucky for the Peninsula League. That's what we want. That uh, They beat Oakhampton in the FA Cup, a game I saw, and, and they looked a very, very strong side. Oakhampton were on tip-top form themselves, and, and Highworth, you know, won that game 3-1. Uh, we know recently that more recently they've beaten Newquay in the last round of the bars. Uh, we know also, of course, that they were Southern League last season. So, oh, were they? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, they were relegated from Step Four to Step Five in the summer. Ooh. So last season they would have been an FA Trophy. So, um, yeah, St. Austin have got it up against them. That said, they are have got home advantage. And when I saw the Oakhampton game with them, one thing I would say is that the the Highworth goalkeeper 
had an excellent day. In fact, I remember quite clearly that the Highworth people themselves gave him man of the match. Mm. So if he isn't quite on tip-top form, if St Austell can find a way, that, you know, O'Captain did have chances. Yes, it'd be good to... Um have a side having a, a well who was it last season Brixham was it Brixham good and Bobby run? Tracy yeah we had two reach the uh, the fourth round last year that's where the the, the sort of buys kick in for the following season right uh, so at the moment St Austell wouldn't get a buy but uh, one more win uh, that takes it into the new year uh, and that's when you then next season they would be exempt from the qualifying rounds right okay so, um, yes, best wishes to St. Austell there for that one on Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. Uh, just remind us, Phil, is there extra time in that or no? No, uh, FA Vars is, uh, I'm going to get this absolutely right, that <laughs> is penalties at 90 minutes. Uh, sin bins are in play. Substitutes are three from seven, not five from five. Mm. Why is it not the same? Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's even worse with the, the more recently midweek we've had different county cups, and I have a phone call from a, a Cornish club. What, what's the rule on on this? And then you get one from Bridport in the Dorset Cup, or somebody in the Devon Bowl, and you and you just try and remember that because they're all slightly different. Yeah, it's just yeah. It, it's almost as if they're trying to get catch clubs out, isn't it? You know. That's... Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you would you wouldn't accuse, but. Um, Accuse Barnsley of that, would you? Barnsley? What, what, what's happened with Barnsley? Is it Barnsley that's thrown out of the FA Cup? Oh, yes. Yes, it was, yeah. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Horsham are playing in the FA Cup. That's right, which is very unusual, that, isn't it, to see that happen, well, though? I mean, and for me, that's that's one of the more straightforward rules that they were thrown out for. The, the, the rule in FA competitions, and this would apply to St Austell and anybody else in the bars on Saturday, is the registration deadline is the midday on the Friday before the round is due to be played. Right. And it does not matter if the game is then postponed, rearranged, replayed, abandoned, whatever. <laughs> the registration deadline does not change. So you can't then add to your squad. Right. And that's exactly what Barnsley did. Because didn't that happen to a Devon, was it a Peninsula Devon Club a couple of years ago? I think it was. We've had a few, haven't we? Yeah. We've had, we've had several odd ones. I mean, Salt yeah. Ash had a, had a little run, didn't they, of uh, dropping <laughs> clang. I think actually it was Salt Ash, wasn't it, last season? Was it? I, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it certainly happened. And then we've had we've had that one with Brixham a couple of years ago. Yeah, the Brixham was the one I'm sin, thinking of. It, no, that was a sin bin. Ah, that, right. ref, that was a sin bin in an FA Cup where sin bins aren't allowed in the FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think some referees don't allow them anyway. Do they send me? Well, well uh, I think you, I think you have to get Lee Swaby on to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lee. <laughs> right. Um, as you said, the League Cup draw is on Wednesday at the Liscard St. Austell match. Um, yeah, we had. We what ties have we got game? left? Well, we, we had an interest. I'm surprised you haven't gloated from a Cornish perspective. It was a good weekend from Cornwall last weekend. I'm you just had, keeping uh, quiet about it. Uh, Callington, Camelford, and Newquay all progressing in the Vars. Uh, sorry, in the, in the Walsh Parsons. <laughs> um, you wish. Yeah. Um, you already had Bridport and O'Campton through. Uh, so we now know that the draw will have four east and four west because the remaining ties that there aren't, all the ones with the travelling have now been played. Uh, we have three ties left. One on Tuesday night, uh, an all-east game between Elberton and Tynmouth. Uh, then on Wednesday night, the All-West game between Liscard and St Austell. So, and that's where we're looking to do the draw at that game. Is it? Because that's uh, Liscard's only 
domestic game where they haven't won. They, they, they drew 3-3 in the league with St. Orstall. Mm. So on that basis, we're in for a long night, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> penalties on, on that one. Um, and that will leave outstanding one tie. Ivebridge versus Axminster isn't until Saturday the 16th. And, and that's really because the two of them are due to play in the league that day anyway. So rather than sort of impact on anybody else's fixtures, I'll put that one in there. So there will be one and or in the draw. Right. Okay. So that's a draw on Wednesday after the Liskard Sinostal game. Um, it could be around about midnight because that's going to go to extra time and penalties yes. and whatever. So. It could be done on the sleeper train. On the way home. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Uh, talking about trains, uh, are you using one at all on Saturday? No, I'm having a bit of a. I've had, I must admit, I haven't been across the border into Kurnow for a couple of weeks, but I'm, I'm making up for this week. I've got two trips across the border this week. Two? Yeah, well, obviously, this guy's an awesome on Wednesday in the yeah. Cup. Uh, and on Saturday, uh, a bit of an easier one for me, but nevertheless, uh, you, you know, the kingdom of Kurnow w- w- claims Launceston, doesn't it? So, um, <laughs> Lanson, please. Lanson, Lanson. My colleague, Keith Mann, the match official director, is um, keen to do that one, and they're playing Bodmin. In fact, I've only seen both teams just the once each. So, Lanson versus Bodmin, um, I'd have to say. Both of them need a result, and it's a game where both of them should be looking to get a result. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a bit of a six-pointer, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's... Uh, and uh, always good half-time refreshments at Lanson. <laughs> you don't need to overdo it, Phil, please. <laughs> <laughs> I get you told off now by Cornish dialect, it's not very good. <laughs> right, and, and what I, I, I don't want to suggest that either of those two might get relegated, but can you just remind me what the situation is with relegation? Because we've got Jack Barbary on the podcast from St. Dennis. Obviously, they're bottom of the table at the moment. They're 17th out of 17. What happens if they end right. up 17th? Right. Well, the, the rules are, or sorry, I don't know correction to that, regulations, because it's the National League system regulations, do <laughs> say that the bottom club should be relegated. Irrespective uh, and, of number of teams. And well, teams. funny, well, it, it doesn't it doesn't mention that in the regulation. Ooh. Now, what I will say is that at one of the regional meetings we've been to recently, uh, and the national one, um, it has been brought up that if you've got a league of 24 and you've got a league somewhere else of 16, um, that, that that needs to be looked at. And the FA have promised to go away and look at it, but they haven't made any assurances. What I would say is in any division, uh, whether that's the one with 16 or the one with 24, the bottom club will have what they call the PPG, the points per game. Uh, so the better the points per game, the better for chances of survival. Mm. Um, uh, and of course, it also depends on partly on how many clubs nationally want to come up uh, and, and are able to come up. Um, so it, it's a difficult one because I, I should be saying the bottom club will be relegated. And I think the bottom clubs need to embrace that uh, and then just sort of as a sideshow say, well, actually, you know, there, there may be. Uh, if we can make a case for it, reprieves based on good points for games. Right. I know it sounds daft saying it really, but the more games you win, the better chance you have of staying up. I mean, and that, that goes without saying anyway. So Last season, Elmore got relegated um, and they thought they'd done enough just by getting above margins. The truth is, if they had another two points somewhere else, if a, if a draw had been a win somewhere else, 
their PPG might have been good enough to stay up. And one of the clubs who did stay up in exactly the same position but didn't get relegated were Bishop's Lydiate because their PPG was slightly better. <laughs> um, so, you know, like last weekend when St Dennis came back from 2-0 down to draw 2-2, that point at the end of the season... Could you know, make all the difference. Make all the difference, yeah. 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 Okay. And... Uh, Obviously, you can't say, but do do you know if there's much interest being shown from step seven leagues or not? I, I believe there'll be at least a solid application from each of the two main divisions, the the, the St Piran and the Devon. Um, you know, I've had clubs who we know that the facilities are going to be there or thereabouts, and we know the league position is there or thereabouts. But it would be unfair to name them at this stage. Yeah, of course. Um, and of course, other clubs can throw the hat in the ring, uh, and they've still got you know lots of games to play to, to get in the mix. You know, yeah. if they, uh, nobody's won the league in. Oh, we're speaking now on the thirtieth of November, are we? So even <laughs> if. Yeah, I look at the league table and say, well, they should win it and, and they've got a ground and all the rest of it. It's, you know, they've still got work to do. Yeah. OK. Uh, and any club who, who may be considering uh, applying, if they've got any doubts or, or questions, get in touch with you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the paperwork is out there. Um, 31st December to the FA is the absolute deadline for, for putting your hat in the ring. Uh, what I would say to clubs is, you know, read the guidance. Uh, if you think that you, you've got the grand grading, if you think you've got the league, you know, you've got a chance of the league position, probably better to stick, stick your hat in the ring because, you know, if in the second half of the season you, you suddenly put a run of results together and, and haven't, then you'll regret it later, don't you? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the FA normally issue a list. I wouldn't say on January the 1st, because I don't think they work on January the 1st, but you know, early in the new year, that they, they, they issue a list of national cl- applications uh, and they, they then sort of indicate which league um, would be responsible for you know, sort of checking the grounds and things. Because uh, down here in the southwest, it's fairly straightforward. That, yeah. um, uh, but it, as you go into the areas where sometimes there's more than one league, goes and looks at them because geographically they could be in more than one league. Yeah. I know this is a, a really stupid question I'm about to ask you, but what would happen if a team from the City Isles wanted to apply? Well, I mean, they allow teams from the Channel Islands, don't they? Mm. New Jersey Bulls and are, are in, and, and certainly the Wessex League have got three or four, I think, on the Isle of Wight. I know that's not quite as difficult to get to, but it, I know it does cause logistics. Mm. Uh, and the Isle of Man, there's a team in the Isle of Man playing the Northwest Counties League, so... Uh, I suppose the only problem for the Isles of Silly is, is that they're not in an actual feeder. So yeah, they have I was just to make an that. application elsewhere. But then we've had this before with like the Royal Marines and professional reserve teams that there is a procedure for for, for non-feeder league applicants. Um, well, there's, there's one. How many teams about. are there on there? Is there still just two on the Isles I think it's just the two who play each other well, about a well, thousand well, times a season. Well, the one that's to apply then. <laughs> 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 right. Okay. Well, we know where you're going. You're going Lance on Saturday, Liscard Wednesday. Where yep. is it on Tuesday? Probably do Elberton on Tuesday, but um, uh, yeah, I'm not as committed do, to that. Depends on whether you're having your hair washed or not. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I mean, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned my, my nil-nil at Exeter City on Tuesday of this week. Uh, who's that? 
what, oh, what level is that? Uh, it's that uh, step four or something, is well, it? Well, you know what the adage they say about uh, neither team deserve to win? Well, actually, <laughs> having watched the, these rather pathetic set of professional footballs for both teams, I mean, Shrewsbury were just as appalling as Exeter. <laughs> actually, I, I have a, a view to in, increase the entertainment in the EFL. That actually, I think if a team produces such a dire performance for a nil-nil, neither of them should even get a point. Ooh. <laughs> they didn't yeah not only did no deserve to win oh it was dreadful it was dreadful I mean, it, it was cold it was goalless it was un- unimaginative you could see Exeter just fresh from a 7-0 defeat were just sort of Oof. keen to not to lose 7-0 <laughs> yeah. uh, Shrewsbury were more than happy to get an away point oh it was you know professional oh, yeah. sport should be about entertainment and uh, I don't think anybody could say they were entertained by it right. okay well you're going to be happy with the five all that you see at Penny Gillum on Saturday I'm sure absolutely absolutely <laughs> right okay well thanks for that Phil uh, enjoy your football and um no problems with the weather, although it is a bit white down here at the moment, but I'm assuming well, the, the weekend's okay. Temp- yeah, the daytime temperatures are, look okay, um, and uh, the forecast suggests that for Friday and Saturday, uh, any of the white stuff would have, would have gone. That's really hit on Thursday, uh, as we're speaking. Uh, and next week, looking a bit milder, possibly a little bit damper, but not, nothing... Not to get too worried about for the moment. Right. Well, thanks very much. Enjoy your football. Will do. Hey, Diggs, I, I, I can't believe, mate, Phil's actually gone to a game that finished nil-nil, mate. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was in shock. I was in shock, Diggs. I didn't know whether to be happy or sad either, mate, because obviously me and Phil, you know, being Grecians fans, mate, you know, I know you're an Argyle man, aren't you? But, yeah. but you know, we, we, did, we did get pumped 7-0, mate, last <laughs> week, so... Yeah, I didn't well, know if nil-nil was an improvement well, well, or a yeah, disappointment. Yeah, it's got to be an improvement, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, seven-nil. Yeah. I, you know, I know, mate. I know. I've been frightened to text Kev, mate. You know, but you know, I didn't <laughs> want to blame the keeper for any of them. Yeah, what is he? Goalkeeper coach, isn't he up there? Goalkeeper coach, <laughs> Kev. Yeah, mate. Yeah, he's loving it, mate. He's loving it. But I mean, I just, you know, Exeter digs. They, they've gone from top, mate, to like nineteenth in in about ten games. So. Mm. It's a bit mad, isn't it? That I know they've been on a bad run and everything, but you know it shows you how you know going back to like Mosel and and Salt Ash and all these teams like that. You know, if you do get a few wins together or a few defeats come to that, mate. You know, a bit like Choro Diggs, isn't it? Really, mm. you know, see how they shot down so quick. But I think you know three points for a win, Diggs. These leagues, you know, like League One is a perfect example. Ex- Exeter were top, mate. 10 games later, they're 19th, you know, after that bad run. So, <laughs> but yeah, su- surprised to see Phil watch a, watch a nil-nil, mate. And when that snow was coming down this morning, Dix, I did think about Phil, actually, Dix. And I thought, flipping it, mate, you know, but it seems to have virtually gone as quick as it came, mate, didn't it? The, the snow, really. So, I think, hopefully, you know, is a bit different from the mountains of Krakow last week, Dix. So, I think all the games will be going on Saturday, don't you, mate, by the look of it? Yeah. Weather-wise? Yeah, well, Phil seemed fairly confident, didn't he? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. No problems with that. Um, uh, And uh, he also cleared up a bit of this relegation situation for clubs in the Peninsula, and... uh, which is relevant as I'm now talking to Jack Barbary. And, um, well, St. Dennis at the moment, bottom of the table. Right, uh, Jack Barbary, the manager of St. Dennis. It's been a little while since we spoke, Jack, isn't it? 
Yeah, as Dave, um, I think it was a couple of games into the season when we spoke, but obviously not not since. But lots of <laughs> things have happened and lots of games have been played, but it's all good. Yeah, lots of things have happened. Um, some of which are new additions to the management team. I see. Oh uh, yeah, I've um, added a obviously an assistant manager and two coaches and a goalkeeper coach. So. So, yeah, I, to, I felt I had to do something because didn't want to be we were struggling a little bit and needed a big bit of a change, like new faces in the, in the management and in on the team. So I had to do something and spoke to Simon or Wes uh, a few weeks ago, just on the off chance because I knew he was looking at getting back into it, and I got on with him really well when he's at doubles. And he basically said, "Yeah, let's go for it." Right. So that's Wes Westlake. Um, yeah. Now, your coach is Rob. Rob who? Rob D- D- Davis. He was um, with Wes, with the team that they was managing in Plymouth. Right. Uh, so he's come down with him. And Dave Engel is the goalkeeper coach. And he was with Wes at doubles. Right. OK. So uh, they obviously all know each other fairly well. How, yeah, long, each other. how long have they been there with you? Uh, they've done four, uh, about three, four weeks now. So they've done like three or four training sessions, uh, two games, which was Penzance Saturday and Camelford away a couple of weeks before. Right. And, um, and presumably they've brought in a couple of players as well, have they? Uh, yeah, when I was, I was the original spectator Wes and he said, like, what do I want to do? And I said, oh, we need to bring in some like new faces, new players. Because um, things were just happening for us, and he asked me how many we wanted, and I between five and eight, <laughs> and he's uh, managed to get um, six down. So blimey, perfect, <laughs> right, right. Uh, and so, how how are things? So you're, you're pleased with how things are developing? Then, obviously, uh, uh, yeah, it's gone like really, really well. Um, we've had good numbers at training. All the lads that was there previous. I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, this training sessions are, are the best I've seen, to be fair. And we obviously picked up a decent result on uh, Saturday, so things are looking looking good, good for the future and for the rest of the season. Yeah, it, it's always good when, actually, although you, you know that things are improving, it's good when you start to see points coming in, isn't it? And I guess you must have been mightily relieved last Saturday with that... Uh, with that uh, equaliser that Mikey Davies got from the penalty spot. Uh, yeah, um, it was a, a, a old cliche game of two halves. I thought um, we was the best team in the first half and created the most chances and their keeper made some excellent saves. Uh, but then they scored uh, basically on the counter-attack and uh, they threw a penalty, which was it was a definite penalty, so no complaints from our end. And then it was 1-0 at half-time and then to be fair to Penzance they come out and they was the best team by a fair shot for like 35 minutes of the second half and then with like last time when they went 2-0 up and then in the last 10 minutes we managed to get a goal and then from then on I could see the equaliser coming and then obviously we got the penalty and Mikey put it away nicely Right and so that was uh, Penzance this week it's Mullion isn't it? Yeah yeah it's Mullion we've, um, we're training t- tonight so you know, we're planning for that one. Um, again, we'll be looking to try and get him three points 
Uh, most uh, we have got a couple of players that are missing this week, but that's no excuse. We we've got a big enough squad now to combat that. So yeah, it's, it's all it's it's all positives. Everything that we've done in the last like month is all positives. Good. So then, hopefully, for another positive result on Saturday. And presumably, this is everything that's happened recently. It's all a step to try and get away from that bottom of the table, isn't it? It's a step to get away from the bottom of the table because we want to be in the league again next year. And next year, we want to be pushing at the right end of the table. <laughs> it's a massive step from obviously the bottom to the top. But we feel with the players that we hopefully be able to get in and keep some of them, we should hopefully be competing at the right end of the table for a change. Right. Well, time will tell, Jack. Uh, thanks very much. Yeah, definitely. T- thanks very much for coming on and, and good luck with that. Anyways, Dave, thank you very much. Thanks to Jack there. Again, the um, quality of the line wasn't that good, so um, probably didn't speak to him as long as I would have liked, but um, we got the gist of what's happening at St. Dennis. Uh, new appointments there on the coaching side of yeah. things. And the, how many players did he say have come in? They've got yeah. five players already or something like that. So, uh, so yeah. they've been good. busy good there. Jack, yeah. But it, yeah, that's it, mate. <clears throat> Sorry, Deke's gone. No, I was going to say it's uh, all those signings, but it's a familiar name that got the late equaliser, wasn't it, for St. Dennis last week? Eighty seventh minute, I think it came that that penalty from Mikey Davies. Yeah, Mike takes a good penalty. Mike, yeah, Mikey does, mate. I I'd always fancy him from the spot, mate. You know, I like Mikey, mate. Good player, top top lad as well, Deke's is. But but yeah, yeah, good to see Jack working hard, mate. In it, trying to, you know, obviously like you said, Deke's bringing some new faces on the coaching side of it, and obviously, you know, half a dozen sort of odd new players on the pitch, and yeah, you know, it seems like. The results have picked up a bit, Dix. You know, since that, you know, that brilliant. Well, I say brilliant result. I mean, they they lost, but you know that that sort of five four at Wendron they had, Dix, didn't they? You know, yeah. my, you know the results seem to have sort of like picked up a little bit since then. Maybe you know, I think they might have took a bit of confidence from that one, Dix. So, you know, t- no no disgrace, mate. Two or own to Penzance, Dix. Is it not a bad result, really? Mm-hmm. So. Because, yeah. you know, they're a good side on the day. Like, you've watched Penzance quite a bit this season, mate, haven't you? So, yeah, you know, good luck to Jack, mate, St. Dennis. They're a nice club, Diggs, aren't they? And, you know, lo- like to see them do, uh, you know, pretty local to me sort of thing. So, I do watch them quite a bit. And, obviously, that lovely burger helps, mate, as well. It was a pleasure to have one of them burgers there, mate, at St. Dennis. But, but yeah, like to see them do well, Diggs. You know, be be good to see them sort of come off the bottom, mate, wouldn't it? Just uh I think that would be like a moral victory in a way, mate, wouldn't it, for this season? If Jack could get St. Dennis off the bottom, really, Diggs. Yeah. Job well done. And of course, yeah. um, at the bottom there, um, well, sticker next to bottom, aren't they? And uh, Yeah. Steve Blackie, Flack, mate. yeah. He's yeah. Well, stood down or, or left or whatever. He's, yeah. he's gone anyway after a few seasons. So, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see what reaction um, the players give down there won't it yeah I was gonna just gonna say exactly same thing Dick yeah you, you just you just nailed it mate really yeah yeah I think that mate because Flacky's been there I think it's about four seasons now mm. Dick's in it Flacky's yeah. been at St- yeah 
really good coaches, mate, Flacky. I mean, you know, Jack knows him well. Obviously, you know, Jack's one of the Jack's best mates. Ryan, mate, you know, Ryan Jones has been playing there and training there a little bit as well, mate. You know, Flacky's a, a great coach, mate. You know, top bloke as well, as we as we know, mate. You know, nice bloke, Flacky. But, you know, obviously just feels that it's the right time to just step away from it, mate. And, you know, best of luck to him, mate. Hope he recharges his batteries. And I just thought it'd be interesting, mate, because Blackie's lad, you know, Alfie, mate, he's probably Sticker's best player, Deeks, isn't he? You know, when he's fit, mm. you know, he's a, he's a good player, isn't he, Alfie, mate, when he's fit, mate. So I think there'll be no shortage of uh, phone calls going his way, mate, in the <laughs> next couple of weeks. You know, don't you, mate? I think Alfie will be getting a few phone calls in the next couple yeah. of weeks, Deeks. Right. Yeah. Could well yeah. be. That's right. So, uh, yeah, sticker that sticker home to Newquay on Saturday. That's a three o'clock kickoff. And just to give you the other games and various kickoff times, so be careful if you're going to a match. Uh, two o'clock, Truro City Reserves home to Wendron. Quarter past two, Lanson against Bodmin, the game that Phil was going to. Um, Weybridge against Camelford. Now, Weybridge is a yes, 2.15 kickoff, but I need to tell you, Rapper, because this might have, yeah. does apply to you. Um, yeah. Are you aware that um, it's an invitation to all past and present Weybridge players and management teams uh, on Saturday? You are invited to go along, enjoy oh. the game as uh, the first team play Camelford in your River Camel Derby. Uh, yeah, River Camel. <laughs> yeah. and, and then enjoy an evening of fun, laughter, and reminiscing. Apparently, so oh, no. yeah. I didn't know that. Dick. Yeah, I've had, I've had quite a lot of fun and laughter for the bridges over the years. Things I must admit, mate, it was <laughs> one of my happiest seasons. That was, mate. I got to, I got to say, Dick, that was pro- outside of like you know the the sort of glory days at Farmer and all, mate. You know, can can't match them, like and and the lads and everything. But but that season I had at Weybridge, Dick, you know was like the probably best season I've ever had, mate, apart apart from, you know, obviously I won the Jack Hawk trophy and all that and 46 goals and all that help stinks. But but I've got to say, mate, Weybridge is a club, you know, fantastic club, mate, and cracking bunch of lads and Blackie and JP, like managers there. And it's just a fantastic season it was, Deeks. You know, you know, you look back after your career's finished, mate, like like obviously like we have, mate, and you sort of, you don't know if you appreciate it at the time, Deeks, do you? How, how good a time it was, do you, mate? You look mm-hmm. back and think, oh, yeah, that was a great time in me life mate so yeah I'm sure that'll be a great evening mate at, at, um, at Bedeve Park there Diggs and a few old characters played for Weybridge over the years mate didn't they yeah. I'm off to I'm off to watch Napoleon though Diggs Saturday night mate at the cinema I, I'm taking Rachel on a date mate I, I thought <laughs> <laughs> well I better do something mate like uh, yeah all the football we, we go to and all mate although you know I did go crack off with her, mate, to be fair, didn't I? But in the football season, letting you down, mate, letting you down in the football season, mate. I told her it's not the done thing, Diggs. You <laughs> you don't take an holiday in the football season, Diggs, do you? But, mm. but yeah, she wouldn't have it, mate. But, um, yeah, off to watch Napoleon Saturday night, Diggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got a bone apart to pick with her about that, uh, mate. Uh, sorry, mate. Sorry. Uh, uh, Right. Sorry, sorry, you you sorry. were dying to say that, weren't you? So yeah, it's rubbish, mate. Yeah, it? Rubbish. it was pretty rubbish. Right. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's uh, yeah. So that's Weybridge against Camelford, quarter past two. Let's get back to some sense. Um, and then th- three o'clock doubles home to Bude. Penzance play Callington. 
St. Denis, our home to Mullion, and uh, as we've already mentioned, sticker host Newquay. And, uh, of course, the FA Vaz game, three o'clock up there at Polter, AFC St. Austell against Highworth Town. Anyone not um, not sure where to go, I would recommend that match, wouldn't you, Rapper? Yeah, yeah, definitely, Deeks. That's uh, going to be a going to be a good one, mate, isn't it? That one, yeah, definitely. That's right. And yeah. Just uh, just a quick mention as well before we go on to, to uh, the women's and the St. Piran, uh Senior Cup draw made well today yeah. as we're recording this, uh, and the quarterfinals: St. Austell against Helston, Penzance play Liscard, Newquay against Bodmin, and uh, Farmer Town against St. Blazy. So, what do you make of those? Yeah, I so just yeah, yeah, just as I was wait, you know, waiting to come on to speak to you, I just got out of bed, mate, and I thought, oh yeah, yeah, the draw, mate. I'll have a quick look at that before I speak to you. Just managed to see it before we come on, Deeks, and I don't know about you, Deeks, but me sort of overriding thought looking at that draw, mate, is there's a pretty clear favourite in each game, Deeks. I thought. Oh right. I don't know what you thought. Well, I'm I actually, I haven't really had time to look at it in detail, but um, yeah. so what are you suggesting? That St. Austin will beat Halston, Penzance will beat Liscard, <laughs> uh, Bobmin away win at Newquay, and St. Blasey will yeah. beat Falmouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, mate. <laughs> none, none of them. Ah, right. No, I just, no, you, you always get you always get one though, Diggs, don't you? You know, in the cup and everything, mate. You know, all good too. But I just thought Bournemouth at home, I think, be too much for Blazer. I think Sunulstall, mate. You know, I don't, you know, don't know if Kuzi will be too chuffed for that draw, mate. You know, going to Sunulstall, mate, and a midweek be a good crowd for that, mate. Sunulstall, you know, prove well they beat Buckland away, Diggs, didn't they? Sunulstall, yeah. you know, say no more, mate. T- tough game for Alston, but you would. You know, you would say Alston will be favourites going into that one. And uh, and the other two, mate, you know, as much as, you know, sort of, well, <laughs> Penzance obviously well, is, is our old team, isn't it? Because we both played for Penzance, mate. But but that list score juggernaut, mate, just keeps on rolling on, doesn't it, mate? So you can't see any any other result there. And or Although I'm sure, like, you know, if you get a good crowd in at Penn Lee, mate, they'll Penzance will give Liscord a game, but and and Nuki Bobman, mate, you know, obviously Simon, you know, he's got a, a Bobman, mate, is is you know, he's he's sort of just is a is a rebuild job there in it. And and Nuki wow, well, they they battered Dartmouth, didn't they, last week? Diggs, you know, big score, wasn't it? So Nuki going really well this season under Midsey, mate, you know, sort of a bit of a new team for Nuki as well. So yeah, I, I can see but well, probably St. Austin Elston, mate. It'll be the like the, probably the best game, wouldn't it, Dick? Mm, I would have thought. I'm just uh, thinking uh, that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a standout game of the draw, I think, Dick, isn't it? But yeah. you would fancy the others, mate, to to sort of go through, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know the other games, but but you know, cut football, Dick, isn't it? Cut football. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> right. And uh, those games to be played on the 9th and 10th of January, so a little bit of time yet before they they come around. So. Yeah. Uh, you can subscribe to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. Right, let's uh, let's touch on the old women's scene, shall we? Um, uh, yes, mate. What do you make of well, some some high scoring games around the place? Um, in well, it was uh, the the one outstanding or remaining 
County Cup game, second round. FXSU beat Lano 5-2. Um, Liscard had a bit of a up-and-down game yeah. there against Puckle Church, didn't they? Puckle Church Sports, 3 all. <laughs> you like that name, Biggs, well, don't you? you I've like got to be careful. I don't say it too close to the microphone because otherwise the puh, you know, it's a real puh, puh, puh. Puckle Church. Yeah. So, um, Puckle Church prison, mate. Puckle Church prison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Puckle Church. I, th- I think yeah. you've been there, haven't you? Puckle Church prison. That's why you know it's there, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So, uh, you can stay at Bobbin Jail now, can't you? Did you? Have you seen those? I'll tell you what, Dick. Have you, have you been up there lately, mate? No, no. Just, yeah. yeah, they've done it up. Lovely, mate. I, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't actually stay the night there, mate. Um, <laughs> but um, we had a meal there, Dick. About, Another meal? Oh, is, is that all you yeah, do? Yeah, I know. I know, mate. Yeah. I, I, who was that, mate? Whose birthday was that, Diggs? Um, but yeah, it's about six months ago, mate. And I'll tell you what, mate, it's pretty impressive out there now, mate, for anyone that wants to go to Bobbin Jail, you know, just for a meal or because we did the tour, like, mate, you know, the like hour and a half tour thing, you know, before. And it, it's really good, it was, mate. Really good and um, really interesting for a, a sort of Cornish person, like, mate, to to sort of walk around it and but yeah you can stay the night as well Dix, can't you? I didn't want to do that mate it's pretty haunted up there I think Dix, isn't it <laughs> not yeah. too keen on them old ghosts scary, going around, thought, yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly mate yeah yeah don't fancy that much but right. okay in the uh, western division of the regional women's football league uh, uh, well Helston got a draw at Fenerton sold ash and, and uh, well, Ilminster got two big wins. Sold Ash against Middlesoy, or up at Middlesoy, 8-0. Uh, poor old sticker went 7-0 down um, at home to Ilminster. So, a uh, bit of a contrast there. Another 7-0 in the League Cup second round. Wendron up at Troon. Um, and uh, then we got uh, results in Division 1 and Division 2 of the Women's Football League. Now, Codros beat Bobbin 2-0. St Agnes 5-0 winners against Penryn. Sordash Borough uh, won 3-1 against Bude. Division 2, Biscovay 1-0 against Padstoke. Now, we've got um, someone from Padstoke on the show next week, Rappo, all being well. Les, oh, okay. uh, Les Barlow is going to be talking to us. Um, Callington won 6-0 at Charlestown and a 2 all draw between Ludgford and St Agnes Reserves. So, uh, um, they, they were the games played last, uh, last Sunday. Uh, this Sunday, um, this, well, Liscard, they're home to Bishops, Lydiard and St. Austria away to Frampton Rangers. In the Western Division, uh, Sticker travelled to Biddeford and uh, Sorash United against Helston, um, all Cornish affair. Where's your yeah. Red Ruth then uh, in this Division 2? they got a game? Oh, yeah, they're home to yeah. St. Agnes yeah. Reserves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Antagi, mate, yeah, yeah. yeah. Padstow play Ludgeon, as we mentioned, Padstow on the show next week. In the Division 1, Bude against Bodmin, Penryn home to Mausel, St. Dennis play Codros and Weybridge against Sordash Borough. And the games I've missed out in Division 2, um, Biscovay against Wendron, Callington home to FXSU, uh, Troon home to Lanner. So uh, a, a pretty much full schedule there, I would have thought, in there. Yeah, a few games there, Diggs, isn't that uh, for the girls, mate? Yeah, pretty full fixture list that one, mate. Around yeah. the round the county, mate, isn't it on a Sunday? Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. so uh, more of the women's scene next week. Um, 
that's just the fixtures and results there uh, this week. Uh, we can't interview everyone every week, so we have to share it around a bit, don't we? This um, on this program. Yeah. So, uh, and this week, obviously, big news uh, was coming out of Truro City. So, we spent a bit more time with the the new executive chairman there, Eric Perez, at the top of the show. So, from the National League South through to the Saint Piran League, this is the place to be. Rappo, St. Piran League, um, what's it looking like? How's yeah. it been in your absence? Is everything happy, rosy, or what? Yeah, I think so, Deeks. Yeah, I tried to keep abreast of the scores, mate, from, from Poland, mate, last week. <laughs> I had a flick through, mate. Had a flip through on the, yeah, on the on the in the week, mate. Just having a have a little look, mate. I, I think you mentioned, mate, that that massive game really wasn't there last Saturday. I think all eyes were on that one, mate, wasn't it? The Ooh, two yeah. tight um, tight result yeah, as well, wasn't it? It was, Deeks, wasn't it? it? Sounded like a pretty pretty feisty. Yeah, I mean, there was a red card, Deeks, wasn't there? And you know, a few yellows, and it sounded like it was a pretty. Yeah, pretty close. Well, like, like I think, like we expected, really, Dick's on it. I mean, obviously, it was the we're talking about the Tracy Banfield Cup tie, mate, which pitted runaway, you know, East Premier Division leaders and Dominic, mate. They they were home against the West Premier leaders and Day Dick's, weren't they? Um, massive game, obviously, as we expected, and and it produced the tightest of games, Dick's. You know, like you just said, mate, with. With us, uh, St. Dom running out 1-0 winners, mate, thanks to a, a Callum Courts goal, Dicks. Uh, um, I mean, Dan Richards for once, mate, didn't score, but he got a red card instead, <laughs> mate, Dan. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So he still had a entertaining afternoon, mate, Dan did. But, but um, yeah, yeah, you know, it seemed like a pretty feisty old game, that one, Dicks, didn't it? He lived up to the bill, I think. But maybe not in the goals, like, you know, but, you know, well done to St. Dom to, for stopping St. Day from scoring in the first place, Dicks, really, isn't it, really? Yeah. With their firepower. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so well done, St. Dom, mate. Uh, they go they go through to the next round. But there was better news for the for the West Deeks. Uh, I mean, Falmouth had an emphatic 9-0 win at Alton and, mate, uh, well, player you like, I think it's Charlie Edney with an app trick mm. um, in that one. Ollie Pickup and James Henwood had a brace apiece, mate, as well. And and Porth Levin, mate, in the in from the west, they also won three uh, one at Gala Park against Saltash United uh, Reserve Deeks. Um, Fraser Patterson coming off the bench to score a couple in that game, mate. Um, excuse me, Deeks. I've had a bit of a cold Deeks all week, mate. But well, what do you expect if you go everybody to these, you know, cold places? Yeah. You know, I've got uh, yeah, exactly. No sympathy, no <laughs> sympathy. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't have, mate. Self-inflicted, mate, isn't it? Self-inflicted. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, but um, yeah, I've, I've been feeling better since yesterday, mate. But it's it's just come, it's just come back and bung me up a bit, Deeks, as I was. <laughs> Talking, sorry, mate. Just in time for me, some par- some round up things. I've, I've gone, I've gone bunged up, mate. But oh, sorry, do, mate. do we need to know this? No, not really, mate. So especially <laughs> if someone's listening, eating their tea or oh, something, isn't it? Or their cheese. Do you find that things yeah. when you when you watch the um, tea time games and all, mate? You're there tucking into your fish and chips or whatever, and you have got a player there, mate, spitting all over the <laughs> pitch. You look up, mate, and he's he's gobbing all over the pitch, mate. And you're trying to tuck into your tea, mate. Do you, I think, do you find that? Mate? Yeah, I think Pep is the main culprit of that. Yeah. He's always, he is, isn't he? yeah, he's got that little spit he does, mate, and he <laughs> yeah, rolls. 
that's bit right. onto the end of his t- Yeah, yeah, they got their little ways, mate, haven't they? They got their little ways. <laughs> yeah, he rolls that little bit of spit, doesn't he, on the end of his tongue and just keeps spitting it out, doesn't he? Every thirty seconds, mate. But but um but yeah, don't watch the tea time games, mate. I'd I'd suggest, mate, if you right. don't want that, mate. Okay. <laughs> But um, but yeah, sorry, Deeks. In the West Division, mate, uh, obviously Premier Division, Mosul Development, uh, they moved to within a point of St. Day, mate, who were obviously in that cup action, Deeks. Uh, Mosul had a big 6-1 win over Wendron Reserves. Uh, a familiar name, Deeks, Wade Brown, mate. Ooh. Wade, yeah. yeah. Goal scorer from the past, Deeks, and he we've mentioned a lot in over the years on the show, mate. Wade had a hat trick in that one, mate, in that 6-1 win. Uh, Regan Borthorpe, Dan Horler and Louis Matthews, mate. Goals that saw Redruth United to a 3-2 win over St Agnes, mate, at Collidia. And Mullion Reserves, uh, they beat Houston Reserves by the same score, Deeks, in a, in a local derby at Clifton Park there, mate. Uh, Drew Chambers, James Dork and John T. Wheatley with a goal apiece uh, in that one, mate. Um, on the D- Division 1, mate, uh, in the East, pretty tight division, mate, which Nan Pian went to the top of, mate, on Saturday with a close 1-0 win over visitors at Newland East, mate. Uh, Ryan Best with the winner uh, there, Deke. Second in the table, St. Blasey. They won 4-2 at Blaze Park, mate, but, but that was actually a Cornwall intermediate cup tie, mate, against Pendine Rovers, Deeks, at, at Blaze Park, mate. Um, I think we spoke to Sean, mate, didn't you, a couple of weeks ago mm. um, on, on the show, mate, Pendine manager, mate, Sean Sweeney, and I think he mentioned this cup tie, didn't he, going up to Blazy um, in a week or two, going up there. But, but yeah, Blazy come out winners of that one, 4-2, Deeks. Uh, sub Ollie Swiggs, mate, that's that's a that's a famous surname in Cornish yeah. football, Deeks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he, uh, he come off the bench to get a brace, Deeks, in, in that one, mate, for Blasey, in that 4-2 win. Um, but back to the league, mate. St Minver, they occupy third spot in the table now with a 4-1 win over Wadebridge in a, in a bit of a local derby game, that one, Deeks, isn't it? Um, St Minver and Wadebridge reserves, mm-hmm. mate. Bit of a local one. Um, Sam Brown with a hat-trick. In that one, mate, for the for the Saints, mate. Division One West. Um, I think you mentioned this one last week, mate. Troon against Mornan, one of the games of the day, I think, mate. It, and it, it well, it was third v first, mate. Um, in the in the table actually, and the, and the teams uh, couldn't be separated. Deeks says hosts Mornan drew one one with Troon, mate, which which leaves Troon at the top of the table. Uh, two points clear of praise, but but praise do have three games in hand, Deeks. So, so it's, you know, it's, it's quite even though they didn't play, it's quite a fortuitous position for praise to be in, I think, Deeks. But but more than uh, did go into third, mate, with with that one one with True, mate, with with serial goal scorer Deeks Luke Wart getting the getting the morning goal, mate, in that mm-hmm. game. Um, yeah, old uh, Warty scored a few over the years, Deeks, hasn't he? Crikey. Mm. Um, yeah. But uh, Cold Rose, mate, they're a bit of a surprise team this season. Uh, they moved up to fourth uh, in the table, mate, with, with well, what you got to say, I think, Deeks, is the result of the day, really, mate, winning 8-2 at West Cornwall, Deeks. Um, you know, a bit of a result, that one, mate. I don't know how my old mate Ashley Kemp 
you know, West Cornwall's manager, Ashley, would have been a bit shocked by that one, mate. But fair play to Cole Rose, mate. Um, an 8-2 win at West Cornwall. I can't ever remember West Cornwall getting battered at home like that, really, digs over the years. But but Josh Robbins and Braden Donoher, mate, both scoring at-tricks for Cold Rose uh, in that uh, impressive win, mate. Division 2 E-Steaks, top two sides in that, mate, were, were both involved. Uh, on Saturday, one in the league and one in the Junior Cup, mate. Uh, they had Junior Cup action and and uh, and, and but well, St. St. Death, mate. Uh, St. Death. St. Death, mate. Sorry, I, I'll put me teeth in these. Actually, mate, I've got to go dentist in a minute, Deeks, haven't I? So, <laughs> but uh, sorry to St. Teth, mate, for that. But um, St. Teth, mate, they actually, um, they were home to St. Minver reserves in the league, Deeks, and and they went to the top of the table, mate, uh, with, a, with a pretty impressive 5-1 win there, mate. Uh, uh, a nice... Nathan Smith hat trick, mate, for St. Teth in that one, mate. But the other team I was talking about, Penn Silver, mate, who who uh, were in junior cup action, mate. Um, and St. Teth uh, leapfrog them to go to the top of the table while while they were playing in the junior cup at Foxhall Reserves, mate. And and they needed extra time, Deeks, to beat Foxhall Reserves, mate, away 3-1. Uh, Penn Silver, mate. I, I'd say Penn Silver Dicks might be one of the favourites for the Junior Cup, mate. Mm-hmm. Looking at it, but uh, yeah, but just a thought that one. But um, but yeah, but they they scrape through really, Dicks. So it's all on the day, mate, isn't it? Cup football, you yeah. never know, do you, mate? No. You never know. But but they got some good players there, Penn Silver, mate. And one of them, mate, uh, the, a name you'll know well, Dicks. You spoke to ex list scored player Jack Podmore, mate. Um. Jack Podmore, he he come off the bench at half time and assisted a couple of goals in that game, Diggs, mm. for uh, Penn Silver. So I thought I'd mention an, an assister rather than a goal scorer for a change, mate, because seems like Jack come on and made a bit of difference there, mate. You know, setting up a couple couple of goals, mate, to take obviously, Penn Silver. Obviously, hasn't lost it, has he? No, exactly, mate. Yeah, you don't, you know, you can get older, mate, can't you? And, you you know, have a few injuries, get older and, you know, maybe a bit slower, mate. But your brain's still there, I think, Deeks, isn't it? Obviously, Jack's brain's still there, mate, isn't it? And, mm. you know, he's played some good standard of football over the years, mate, And he? So, yeah, like you say, Deeks still doing it, mate. You know, maybe at a lo- lower level, but certainly out Penn Silver there, mate, to go through. Uh, to the next round, and uh, yeah, well, they could end up winning it, yeah, mate. But but Division Two West Deeks, you know, is 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 as you were really, mate, in that division. Leaders new in Titans with a routine three 0 home win over Frogpool. Uh, Rob Penfold with a brace, and the well, Connor Arthur, mate, seems to score every week for Titans, mate. He's a regular name this season, and second in the table, mate, a Luggan. Um, well, they had a bit of a shock, Diggs. Well, you were there, Diggs, weren't you, last week in the Junior Cup? Um, mate, weren't you? They lost week before. The... Week before. Yeah, the week before, yeah. rather, mate. Yeah, they yeah. lost to Landreth, mate, didn't they? Yeah. Um, oh, I got I got three out of five, Diggs, didn't I? In my Junior Cup shocks, I think, mate, didn't I? Was uh, it three out of five? Yes, yes, it was, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and, yeah, we'll take that. I'll take that. And Dropship Sorry, didn't mate. play, did they, on that particular week? But uh... no, In fact, the other two right. games weren't played, were they, I don't think? No, that's it, mate. I mean, I got the pair and well one. So you're wrong, claiming mate, all I, five, then, are you? 
<laughs> no, mate, no. Paramount beat Kararik 2-1, Deeks. No, I'll watch that one, actually, mate. That was a nice afternoon, actually. I've got to say, Deeks, with my old Penzance manager and mate, Robbie Stevens, Deeks, I've watched that game with <laughs> last Saturday. Good yeah. to see Steve-O, mate, at, uh, at the ting-tang there, mate, watching Paramount beat Kararik. But I think Dropship won 3-0, didn't they, mate? Eventually, the week after, yeah, the... they won. I'm not, I can't remember what score, yeah, won. yeah. So, yeah, I'm happy with three out of five. I think Deeks happy with three out of five shocks. Well, not shocks, mate, were they so much, but but I can't take too much credit. But, but yeah, like you said, Deeks, she was at Oxland Park the week before, mate, where when a Logan sort of one of those shocks really, mate, they went out to Land Reth at home 3 1 in the Junior Cup, they and they found it. Pretty tough this week as well, Deeks. Although they did bounce back, mate, with a with a narrow one nil win at Stidians, mate. Uh, who were going well, to be fair. Matt Roberts with the all important goal for the black and whites there, Deeks. Uh, Division three East, mate. Well, we we just mentioned the mate Landreth. They remain top with uh, well, I don't don't like to see it, mate, dear. But a, a massive ten. 10-2 win, Deeks, at Struggling Grandpain. Um, yeah, they hit double figures, mate, away from home there at Grandpain, mate. A uh, player you would have seen, Deeks, the week before, top scorer, Connor Bone, mate. I don't know if you noticed him the week before, did you, mate, scoring a few goals for Land Ref? Um, he, he actually scored a double hat-trick in that game, mate, mm. at Grandpain. Six goals, mate. So he's took his uh, tally up a bit for the season. Harry Proben, uh, with a brace as well, mate. In that game, I think Harry was a youngster at St. Blasey um, a season or two ago, mate, with, with laughs there, I think, Deeks, wasn't he? Do you remember that name? Harry Proven? Well, I was going to say, it's a name that I, I, I do know, but yeah. I can't remember with which club it was, but... Um... Yeah, yeah, he sort of uh, had a really good pre-season with Blazy, mate. I I think Laughs uh, threw him in the starting lineup for the first couple of league games, mate, and and then he got a really bad injury, mate. Unluckily, oh, right. so yeah, so that was a shame, mate. So, but he's uh, he's he's back playing for Land Ref now, I think. So only a young lad, mate. So good luck to Harry. You know, hopefully he can get back to that level of football digs, you know, in the mm. not too distant future. Yeah. Um, Bobman Dragons, mate, um, they're second in the table and they were 4-1 winners at home to St. Dom Reserves, mate. Uh, Jack Morris, Charlie Bickle. I uh, just want to say, mate, um, mentioning Charlie Bickle, digs, um, shame to see Mike passing away, mate, wasn't it? Um, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, Mike. But yeah, another famous name in... Cornish football dicks one probably one of the best strikers Cornwall's produced dicks, wasn't it? Mike, I would have thought, mate, wouldn't he? Up there, isn't he? he With he, well, yeah, that's right. It must have been. Know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, what he did in his career, mate. He did well at Argyle, didn't he, for a spell there. And you know, obviously, yeah, he played against his lad Frank a few times, mate. Do you remember Frank, mate? Yeah. For Sonosky. <laughs> yeah, he's a tough old character, Frank was, mate. So so yeah, condolences there to to everyone in the Bickle family, mate. You know, all all Mike's uh, many friends in football digs and family and that. But uh, but yeah, yeah, Jack Morris, mate, Charlie Bickle, Ryan Butler and sub Jordan Corfew, mate, scoring the goals for the Dragons digs. Um Sorry, mate. Uh, well, Joby Pryor, mate. Um, Joby Pryor's 93rd minute winner, mate, for for our old friends at Garens and St. Moore's Deeks. Uh, saw them beat Gunners Lake 1-0. 
um, and stay fourth in the table, mate. They're doing well. Garens and St. Moore's, you know, ambitious club there, mate. And they good to see them doing well, Diggs. And mm-hmm. what a time to score, mate. 93rd minute, Diggs, isn't it? Good time <laughs> yeah. to score, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well done, Joby. There, mate. Uh, Division 3 West, Steaks, just quickly. Uh, sorry, mate. Um, Pro was top, mate. 11 games, 29 points. And Ullman Steaks, they're, uh, they've got a game in hand. Um, but after after Saturday, mate, they're five points behind uh, leaders, Probus, mate, with, with that game in hand. After a pretty narrow, mate, 1-0 home win over Cold Rose Reserves, mate. And it was another substitute, mate, bit of a theme. Last Saturday, subs coming off the bench to do well, mate. Sub Ross Williams uh, come off the bench there at the Blaith, or mate, to, to score the winner in that one, mate. Um, Division 4 East, obviously, we spoke about Tregony quite a bit this season. Deeks, they're, they're running away with that one a little bit, Deeks, aren't they? But, but, um, but St. Neville, mate, uh, they remain in second spot. I mean, they're eight points behind Tregony, mate, but they have got a game in hand and and uh, they they're in second, mate. Despite despite Diggs losing four uh, one at Biscavay, mate. Mm. Um, and I've got to say, well done to Biscavay, mate, with with Dean Dingle scoring a hat trick there for Biscavay, mate. Because in my world, mate, they didn't exist two weeks ago, <laughs> did they? So, <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah, so I've got to say well done to Biscavay, mate, and I'll be keeping a, an eye on their yeah. on, on their results in future. <laughs> a, a lesson learned, Deeks, wasn't it, for me, for me there, mate? But so yeah, good win for Biscavay, mate, beating second place than Evel. Um and Delibol, mate, they're on seven games with sixteen points as well in third place, uh, level with St. Evel, but uh, a bit behind on the goals, mate. After their after their two one, can I say Derby win, mate, over Boscastle? Delebol and Boss yes, Castle, oh, mate. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It's pr- pretty close that one, mate. Yeah, isn't it? pretty yeah. close that one. Yeah, yeah. Two one. Uh, they they won there. Well, sounded like a good game, mate. Tough game. Two one. Uh, Derby Day victory over Boss Castle, mate. To, to go into third, mate. Delebol. So good to see, mate. Um, and uh, Boss Castle. They scored a consolation goal through Sam Abbott, mate. In that one. Didn't get uh, the Delibol scores, unfortunately, Diggs, in time. And, and finally, Diggs, Division 4 West, mate. Um, well, Perrin Porth, mate, they stay top in uh, pretty emphatic fashion, Diggs. They, well, they had a bit of a demolition, really, mate. Uh, <laughs> over Constantine Reserves, mate, away from home as well, mate, on that on that tricky Constantine pitch as well, mate. Perrin Porth had an impressive 10-1 win, mate, uh, Constantine reserves there. Digs Dan Gilbert four and Brandon Light three, mate. Um, both players have been scoring a few goals for for the fourth mate this season. So uh, yeah, they were the main beneficiaries, mate. The front two scoring seven between them there, Deeks. And I think that's about it, Deeks. Um, just a game of the week to mention. Obviously, a lot of big games in Cornwall, mate. You know, like you're going to one of them, Deeks, aren't you? Holter on Saturday. And there are, you know, some big games around. But if anyone did fancy a bit of St. Piran football at the weekend, Deeks, um, there, it looks a pretty tasty game. I'm going to go to the East this week, Deeks, because I've been picking quite a few games in the West lately. And I, I feel like I'm, a, you know, a little bit biased to the West, mate, really, lately. But although there has been some cracking fixes and that but but I'm going to go east this week Deeks and I'm going to pick out St Piran East Division 1 Deeks a 2.30 kickoff 
Gover Seth Park, mate, and it's Foxhall against St Blasey Reserves, mate. Mm. Uh, I don't know what you think of that one. Looking at the league table, Diggs in in St Pyrenees one there. I think I think that could be tw- quite a tasty little game. Looking at the league table there, Diggs, don't you? Yeah, that one. Yeah, go along with that one. Yeah, because yeah. Foxhall yeah. again. Well, last season Foxhall were, were way behind with the fixtures, weren't they? Yeah, but, and they dropping behind this season as well. Yeah, that's right. They did. You, you, do you remember last season we was talking about it, mate? I think they had, didn't they have it like eleven games in twenty three days? Didn't they? It was something. Yeah, it was really tight, wasn't it? So uh, yeah, yeah, they had a, a, a mad schedule, didn't they, at the end of the season, or, or even worse than that, mate? It might, it might have been fifteen games in about thirty one days yeah. or something. It was, yeah, it was like Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. <laughs> Wednesday, Friday, wasn't it, mate? It was, it was mad, wasn't it? I saw a few of them actually. Fox on a few of them evening games, but, but yeah, I think that's it. St. Piran, uh, St. Piran wise digs for the weekend, mate. Right. Okay, I can just um, mention also we had a, as well as the senior cup. There was the draws for the intermediate cup today and the junior cup. Um, yeah, they well, there's still eight games left in each eight, eight ties left in each of those competitions. Uh, big game in the intermediate cup. Well, the one that jumps out at me uh, is uh, take this one. Wrap out Soldash Borough. Yeah. Guess who they got? Yeah, they've got St Dom, mate. Have they? <laughs> yes, have they? Have yeah. they? Oh, that, yeah, that is that is a massive one, mate. <laughs> you have to get Kev on, mate. You have to get Kev on. We we'll have to get. Well, uh, we'll get Kev and Simon on. Mate, I was going to say, yeah, them. get both of them on for that one. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If we're lo- be, yeah, that's right. If we're looking at East, uh, sort of versus West, well, um, an yeah. attractive tie, I would say, St. Blaise reserves against Mausel Development. Um, they're both oh, going yeah. well in their leagues, aren't in their divisions, aren't they? So, uh, yeah, look good youngsters in both of them teams, Diggs. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. Good game. Yeah. And then, and then in the junior cup fourth round, um, well, Falmouth DC, they're they're sort of a a tie a round behind at the moment. They've still got to play Medigizzi yeah. in the third round, but Falmouth DC they won it last season, didn't they? Yeah, that's it, mate. We were there, Diggs, weren't we at yeah. Wendron? Who, yeah. who did they beat in the final? Drop shit, mate. Two two no no two nil, wasn't it? 2-0, wasn't it? Well, guess who yeah. Guess who the winners is Farmer DC against Mavikissi nah. have got in the fourth round. <laughs> really, mate? Oh, crikey. Yeah, so, yeah. so they're, with that. <laughs> yeah, they're a way to uh, drop ship in the fourth round. Oh, um, you mentioned, uh, well, one a game of interest for you here, Parallel Reserves. They're away. Guess where they got to go? Yeah. Crikey, they've got to set the old compass for this one. I think Butown. They have to travel to. Oh, crikey, that's a tough one, Deeks, isn't it? Flipping <laughs> it. Oh, the draw's not been. I'm glad they play in a different team, though. You know, I'm glad they're not playing a sort of West team. To be fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, but but yeah, couldn't get much order in that though, could it? No. Crikey. And uh, well, Crikey. you had a good word to say about Pensilva and obviously Jack Podmore and Co. Yeah. Well, they're away. Uh, they play the yeah. winners of St. Just or New In Titans. So, um, oh, like mate, that'd been a good final, digs that would, wouldn't it? Yeah, so Just that, a, that could be yeah, interesting. New In Titans, it? yeah. What a game that'll be, the New In Titans again. I'd say probably look. Wow, well, what what do I know, Deeks? You know what? Do I, but I'd say looking at the West and the East, I'd say those are the two 
favourites from each like area, really, Diggs, new in Titans and Pensilva. So yeah, yeah. that's like a yeah, that's like a final in itself. That one digs it. Yeah. If you know, obviously, if Titans beat St. Just mate, which isn't easy, is it down there? No. So, and one last mention it's uh, again an east versus what? west and uh, Landreth against Holmans. So that'll be an interesting tie as well, won't it? it? Yeah, it will, mate. Yeah, beauty that is, Dick. Crikey, some good games there, mate, isn't there? Yeah, flipping that. Uh, and Good those draw, huh? and those draws, those details, they're all on the Cornwall Football Forum under Cup Draw News um, in the uh, the Cornish Football Main Discussion Board section. So all those three competitions, all the ties are there. Um, the dates aren't showing there yet, but um, I'll have to dig those out and put them in. But uh, but yeah, some interesting ties. Uh, well done, the County yeah. FA. Uh, um, who was yeah, it? Uh, uh, yeah, Andy Old and um, Jason Powell did the draw today. Oh, was it, mate? Yeah. Oh, two, two fine squires, mate, of <laughs> Cornish <Squires>. football. <laughs> two fine squires. Right. Have you had that? Um, have you had that burger up at St Austell? Yeah, I'm not talking about Jason. I haven't, mate. No, Paulus. No, no, mate. You can have it, Dick. Saturday <laughs> for me, mate. <laughs> Don't have no dinner, mate. Save yourself for a Polter burger, mate. Paulus was pretty uh, impressed with him, mate, yeah, wasn't he? Well, he's, yeah, he's confident but, it was the best one around, wasn't he? So uh... Yeah. I'm sure I'll have it, Dick, before the end of the season, mate. It's only down the road, isn't it, for yeah. me? So I'll definitely be at Polter soon, yeah. mate. That's for sure. In fact, it's prob- <laughs> probably closer than Biscovay now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, mate, mate. It's my second uh, closest team, mate, isn't it? It's an Austin after Blazy, mate. Yeah, yeah, probably is, mate, Diggs. Yeah, you're right. Right. <laughs> you're right. Okay, <laughs> well, I think we've covered everything we possibly can this week, Rapper. Yeah. Going from, yeah. well, let's start at the, the end of the show, Cornwall Junior Cup and those sort of mentions and Superior League. Up to the yeah. top of the programme when we were hearing from the new executive chairman at Truro City, Eric Perez yeah. or Perez, uh, how do you how would you pronounce that surname, rapper? Yeah, Perez, mate. I'd say with you, Eric Perez, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so it's all happening in Cornish football, isn't it? Yeah, never a dull moment, mate. Is there really, Dicks? Yeah, you know, always something happening, mate. JBE going to Portway, Flacky leaving Sticker. What's going to happen next week, mate? What's going to happen next week? Farmouth draws in Austell in the FA Vars next round. Yeah. Oh, mate. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd, t- I'd take that, actually, Deeks, because it means they've both gone through, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I'd sort of take that in a way, but although I, I wouldn't want it, would you, mate? That'd be horrible, wouldn't it? That yeah. would slip in it. All right. So yeah. where, where yeah. are you off to this Saturday? Yeah, I think, well, I think, Deeks, I mean, Ben's Ben's at home, mate. Um, they're home to St. Barry and mate, so at Perrinwell, so... Yeah, if that one's on, Deeks, I'll be I'll be making the trip to Paramwell, Deeks, and yeah, obviously I I wouldn't mind joining you at Polter, mate, if by some miracle is off at Paramwell, Deeks. I think so, you know Polter is the place to be, isn't it, mate, for that big Vaz game on in Cornwall mm-hmm. on Saturday. So if by if by some miracle Paramwell's off, Deeks, I'll might come and join you for that burger, mate, at Polter. Right. But, who did you but, say? Uh, who are they playing, Paramwell? So, so Barry and Dick, I'm, oh, I'm much improved. So it's a it's six a bit of a pointer, six pointer, isn't it? Yeah. 
down around the bottom there, Deeks, isn't yeah, it? In the league table, it's yeah. a bit of a six-point number. Both teams, well, to be honest, Deeks, both both teams really, when they got their sort of best eleven out, they're, they're both all right, mate. Really, St. Barry and have improved quite a lot. Hang on, Bobby one's Lee next Jones. to bottom, one's next next to bottom. What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? I know, yeah, <laughs> I know, mate. It, yeah, it looks pretty bad, doesn't it, from the league table? But um, but they're they're both when they can get their best teams out, mate. They're they're both sort of half decent, really. So, but um, yeah, I just hope they they can get their best teams out on Saturday. Say, let's hope they can do it on good. Saturday. Get their best teams out. Yeah. And have a good game. Have a good game. So. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about, Dix, isn't it? That's what it's all yeah. about, mate. Okay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So anyway, thanks for being back this week. Uh, that's the wrap thanks, of Dix for this week. Um, lots of stuff there that we uh, covered off, and uh, no doubt, lots of stuff that we'll cover off next week. Yeah, always something happening, mate, in the in the uh, Cornish football world, Dix, isn't there? Yeah. Always something happening. What will it be next week? Anyway, uh, we will find well, no, out. Mate. We will find out in seven days' time. I'm off because there's a fans forum tonight that I'm going to. Who, who, who would that be? Charles oh, yeah. City, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you know you're a legend at Troy City, Dick. So I'm sure you, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure you'll that. find out that. Ah, uh, yeah. Good, great service you give to that club, Dick, didn't you? Over the years, mate. How many seasons, mate? Did you play for Troy, Dick? It was probably only, only about nine or ten, off and on. Was it? Thing. Yeah, it wasn't that oh, yeah. many as such. But we got we had a. I tell you what, we had a lot of fun. There's a lot of players there that. Yeah. Um, you know, we're yeah. good players and, um, you know, both playing for the first team and the second team. And so it, yeah. it was good times, good times. That's, yeah. that's the way. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah, good teams you played in there. Dick. So you had some great characters, mate, didn't you, in that, yeah. in that side, mate, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, good blokes, mate. But, yeah, that's no, pretty loyal, Diggs. Ten seasons at a club, mate. You, you don't see that these days very often, mate, do you, really, these days? So all credit to you, mate. All credit to you, but yeah, yeah. Enjoy, um, enjoy Paul Air Saturday, Dicks, and and anyone else, mate. It's, you know, the weather's kind, and enjoy your Cornish football Saturday, Dicks. See you next week, mate. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Cornish Walker Podcast.